All right, and we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords podcast, episode number 68. And it's another glorious Sunday, and we are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm extremely excited about our special guest, so we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord who, in my opinion, is one of the premier content creators in the game, whom I had the pleasure of meeting in the flesh at E3 2018. This Lord's positive energy and passion for multi-platform gaming is infectious with everything he does, whether it be his daily news videos, detailed beginner's guides, and behind the scenes in real life series, all done with insightful commentary and outstanding video production. Introducing the host and co-founder of the Arix Gaming YouTube channel and contributor to the VG247.com website, one of the top five Dead or Alive V-Law creators in the game, and the Lord responsible for the best beard, snapbacks, and London swag on YouTube. <laughs> the Wyvern King making his debut into the realm of the Lords. My man, Lord Arix Gaming. How are you doing, sir? I, I'm good. I, I like that intro. Can I, get, can, I, can I get you for like to intro all my videos? In fact, I got you, bro. You that, go. that intro was just good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's great to be here. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Having a uh, lower cognito just narrate the entire day. That was amazing. <laughs> Wait, can I, can I just get you in the right? Yeah, like every. <laughs> yeah, you hit Lord Cognito up, man. I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> that was amazing. Hey, yeah, Rob, it, it, it was it was the part that he said introducing. <laughs> well, yes. hello, well, hello. Yeah, dude, absolute pleasure to have you in the realm. You are definitely a lord in your realm, and it's only right that we had to show you the proper respect here at the round Thank table. <laughs> so, are you ready to have some fun with the lords? Oh yes, so no I'm, I'm looking forward to this. No doubt, man. Let's do it. And of course, you know, we have the four horsemen of gaming, those usual suspects at the round table. My co-host with the co-most, my brother from another mother, the difficult game conqueror and the how of the young wolf. My man, Lord Addict, how you doing, sir? We're doing pretty good. Uh, a little bit tired. Uh, you know, mm. people do sleep. So you can go in and call me Lord Sleep in the conversation. <laughs> you um, got that rest? You're good to yeah, go? Been a great day. Uh XCOM's really kept uh, like took over my life. Shout out uh, to XCOM Two War the Chosen. Yeah, and then I got I got uh, Lord John to play Monster Hunter yesterday again. Wow. He needed to get killed by a uh, by one of the Elder Dragons. He's like, I'm done. I'm like, John, how are you gonna leave after dying one time? <laughs> Shout out to Big Bad John, man. We got a chance to. That's his name, Big Bad John. Yeah, man. That's that's the man right there. Always cool game with him. So that's good. Got stuff in. And of course, we have our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience, and also the Sostradamus, Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati, and Lord Patreon himself, my man, Lord Sovereign. How you doing, sir? Doing good, man. Doing fantastic. Great to be here. I'm, yeah, wide awake, just like Addict. Uh, <laughs> spent, spent yesterday watching my, uh, my Yanks get thrashed but oh, no. <laughs> yeah yeah i was oh, gonna say rest, no, in peace, brother. rest in pieces listen uh, at least you're in the running and it's oh, not no, bobby bonilla day for you and it's not your team is getting broken up and everyone's getting traded so you you're doing quite all right today, that's the only positive thing to say about the match today yeah they got a bunch today. of assets they got a bunch of assets we are the men today 
Exactly. The books open up today, every, this day, every year to give Bobby Bonilla $1.2 million. Uh -huh. <laughs> 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 so like 2030. <laughs> okay, we're done with your segment. Moving on. <laughs> of course, we have the incredible Hulk of this, a.k.a. the Excess Gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports, who is a man of his convictions, demands nothing less than that premium experience, and is the get money gamer. Oh. Beloved Lord King, how are you doing, sir? We're doing incredible. You know, this is my day. This is my day because I got my ace spoon coon, number one dude that I go to for my information. My Ooh. information man is on deck. I'm going to tell you right now, he was my ace in a hole. Every time somebody would tell me something, I knew exactly where to go to and what to use. And he couldn't <laughs> refute it because his information was 100% correct Ooh. at all times. Let me tell you something. I got no combat sport to talk about today, but if you have not seen Luke Cage on Netflix, you mm. are insane. I got it, it. Yeah. Yo, listen, they took Luke Cage from last season and mm. ramped it up by a billion by a billion the first three episodes is a little slow and they got some stuff in there that you might not like mm -hmm. you're gonna toss that stuff out because they get right to the grind and right to the nitty-gritty you mean, you mean you know, in the first episode i turned it off because of uh, well you know I, you know what I, I honestly i honestly think you are jessica jones type of man <laughs> and, 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 and I'm not saying that in any uh, you know negative type of way. I think Jessica Jones will lend to uh, what you are looking for when you come to Netflix uh, for Marvel stuff. This actually lends towards uh, you know like my type of uh, stuff. You know like mm -hmm. alpha male type of things where it um, you know the music, the the aesthetics, uh, the fighting. They fixed his fighting, guys. Yeah, that, is he just doing the like the toss fool where he just no, grabbed no. Yo, it, it, it's, it has so many Easter eggs, Lord okay. Cognito. It is I for you. Okay. Yes. Yo, the chat agrees. Yes. You shout out to Lord Sonaldo. He says he's loving season of Luke Cage. He's about eight episodes in. Yes. Chat feeling it. Okay. Nice, yes. nice, nice. Anything else going on? That's good, but King. That's just you've been rocking the Luke Cage. The Luke Cage, son. Yeah. Oh. I'm feeling it. Shout oh. out to Zero in the chat, baby. That's what's up. And of course, we have the gaming ninja himself, the Shinobi Lord Cognito, spreading that realness in the realm of the IOP, not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. So before we get into what the Lords are playing this week, I want to start off with Lord Arix. His video game system history, his passion for that shared world shooter genre, career in the industry, I think even a stand at Microsoft, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, what eventually led him to the creation of the of the Arix Gaming Channel with his co-founder and partner in crime, who I got a chance to meet, the legendary 269. So Lord Arix, let's start from the beginning. Like, what were some of the first video game systems you had? Ooh, so starting way back, Sega Master System. Cause Woo! Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he said the, the, the <laughs> number one system, the magic word, right? You know, yeah, well, because because back then I was like, I was too young, so like my brother had it, and like, I used to, I used to play like on his console, and it was the first game I ever played was as um Alex in Miracle World, so I came like pre installed, mm. obviously, like. The, the main character had the same name as me, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, this is this is like this is cool." And then, yes, yeah, so I played that for a while. Um, then my brother got an N sixty four, so again, I kind of still like shared the console with him, but used to buy like occasional games. And then my my first console that I personally owned was a Game Boy Advance and then a GameCube. Wow, nice! Because that was nice. um, 
A yeah. lot of people don't like the GameCube, but I thought it was awesome. Oh, I love that. That GameCube console was amazing. incredible. Like, there's, amazing a, there's, a game, there's a game called Gotcha Force that no one knows of that I just was obsessed with. <laughs> I've heard of it. I don't think I played it, but I've heard of it. Nice. Yeah. What, what, give me some game before. Let, let's go back just a second. For them, I know you Master System was the first. What was some Master System games you like? And then we go into the GameCube games, like for you, like your core favorite games on those platforms. Hmm. So, um, Master System would definitely be yeah. So Alex in America World. I also played um, mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse Castle Illusions, right? Ooh, that Lord game. Kai was loving your Lord. Yeah, Lord yeah, loving right now. Oh my! And the crazy God. thing is, right, those games to this day, like I don't think I've ever still fully completed them because, like, because those ones are tough. Like, you get to the end, you die, you have to start the whole game again. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, there's no save. There's, like, I went back to like, years later and played it on an emulator, and it let you save, and I was like, I can't do it. I can't save mid-game. That's just cheating. I was like, you need to play the whole thing. Don't it feel wrong? Yeah, exactly, right? And like, so people used to, like, games back in the day, they used to be tough. But then yeah. there was that, and there was also the, um, like, I'm pretty sure, unless you have a different name, there was a Ninja Gaiden on Sega Masters and had, like, a really cool soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So, okay. that. so nice. yeah, those, those, ones, those ones stood out. But, yeah, I think a lot of my, most of my, like, Big mm. games, like my favorite games of all time, come on the N64. That was like when it started to really, really kick in. Okay, so give, give me some N64 ones, give me some standards. So, Ocarina of Time, nice. Zelda, Zelda is my above all, like my favorite franchise ever. So, oh, Lord, Lord, Lord of Addicts, loving you now. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Final Fantasy is my favorite franchise, but Zelda's second. Zelda's okay, mm-hmm. so that's the thing because, like, for me, like, because I grew up, um, because like, you know, when I was growing up, it was only like whatever consoles like my brother had, and then so I went from there. So I grew up as a Nintendo kid, like, I didn't actually get a PlayStation until PS3. Ooh, wow. Really? wow, I was literally purely, I went, I went Sega Master System, 64, GameCube, Game Boy Advance, Wii, 3DS, or like DS, mm-hmm. um, and then. Then finally, I got a PS3 because my friend like started school. He was like, "Yeah, you should get this and like play together." And then it was when I met Two Six that I got a 360. So mm. I was like full on like just Nintendo kid for a large chunk of my life. Wow, that's wow. what's up. That's an intro. Now here's the thing though, like because you started you started Sega, then you kind of switched off to Nintendo, which is a unique startup. So my mm. question is like, did the Genesis or any of that not interested you? And then also the question I had is, I noticed you said from you started at PlayStation Three as opposed to PlayStation One. Like, did mm. those not interest you? Or I'm just curious about the gaps. So for me, for me, it was it was. I mean, at that age again, it was based on like whatever my brother got because like I didn't like when I was I was younger, so I, I didn't really. I understand. It was, yeah, it was kind of like a sort of shared yeah, thing. So financially, he, you was not there. Yet. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, my pocket money just wasn't going to save me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I could pay. I could buy like like pick and mix sweets or something like that. But that's that's about oh, it. Oh, but yeah, so so like he, um, I think you know at the time like he was just interested interested in like sixty four, and then kind of when we made the switch to Nintendo, it was just like that was kind of all we really interested in because again like with him as well like he he played it but we weren't really going to be like parents wouldn't have bought us like multiple consoles at that time ah, so it's like you know you got the 64 and then because also back in that day like you know parents were just like a game console is a game console like what's the difference mm. between this playstation this this n64 like they oh, both played he was games. hating on you he was hating <laughs> on you <laughs> yeah so exactly right so, so back then you're like you're limited and stuff but then i mean and also but i, I used to play games for like so much longer then as well right because you you buy like a cartridge and it's like this is gonna last you for a good few months like you're gonna yeah. play this game and it's indestructible mm-hmm. yeah exactly right Whereas like now you like you play it eight hours and like yeah yeah done let me move on to my next game it's like no so um mm-hmm. yeah so I just I just kind of grew up with like a massive N64 back catalog and then obviously because they're the games that I grew up with like I I never really felt like I was missing out because I was like because I didn't uh-huh. really know at the time I didn't like none of my friends had them either like they were all on N64 so mm-hmm. we all kind of just like lived in that little bubble so I didn't really 
like gotcha. know about the PlayStation games that much. Um, Ooh, so yeah, I just I just kind of and they were the franchise that I built up with. So obviously when GameCube came out, I was like, yeah, it's just more of what I love. And then gotcha. we came out, but then when we came out, and there were like some good games, but then afterwards I was like, all right, there's kind of nothing on this console for a bit. I was like, oh, like as a gamer, I need to go <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> hey, 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 the, the Wii came out with Twilight Princess. So oh, no, no. Yeah, it came out with Twilight. The thing is, that's why it was super solid, right? I was like, it came out and I was great for a while. But <laughs> once I'd done Twilight Princess and I played a few other things and I played like some questionable games like Red Steel and I'm waving around like a samurai. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I feel like I need to broaden my horizons now. So, uh, so <laughs> no doubt, man. I, was, I can respect it. That's what's up, great, man. The crazy thing is, back then, even then, I got a PlayStation Three, but mm-hmm. for like the first two weeks, I didn't actually have games for it. So I, play, I downloaded all the demos on PlayStation Network, and I just basically played yep. the demos. Wow. And I was, I was like, and I literally was like riding the um, the Burnout Paradise demo, uh-huh. like nonstop. That game was so good. And then yes. I finally got like my first PlayStation game, and then um, yeah. Nice. So you started off at three, and then you also said you had a three sixty. I swear. What? Now did a uh, six nine get you to the? Yeah. To the, to the... So okay. yeah. So I so I got uh I got my PS three. Yeah, I guess like super late when I left. Like in the UK, it's called like sixth form. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I like, so I went when I went to university, and I met two six. That's that's where we first like met. Okay, um, cool. When you say it was like it was kind of cool, cool because like you know we we chat about games and stuff, and he's like, no, you need to get yourself a three sixty because back then yeah. like it's it's funny because the way this sort of is shifted now, but like back then like Microsoft was I'd, I'd say like a little bit more dominant in like the kind of the sort of games mm. they had. Um, because there was that, you know, there was that slow period for PS3 for a little bit where like yes. it had a few things, but there wasn't much happening. So he was like, Yeah, get yourself a 360. And then it was like around Christmas time, so there was like a bundle. So I bought that, I got Gears of War 2 at the time, um, it was Halo mm. Reach and a few things like that. So, and then it was kind of cool because obviously I just met him, uh, but like we just go like every evening, we kind of go home from university, just sit in party chat and then just like play games. That's so it kind up. of became like a way to like become friends at the same time. That's what's um, up. It was really cool, and then, um, mm. and then obviously, yeah. Then suddenly, I like started to heavily gravitate towards Xbox. It became like my main system. I was like mm. always on Xbox, so I barely played my PS3. Shout out then, to uh, Six. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then from that point onwards, I was like, well, you know, like now I've experienced the like the multi console life. Now I can't just like I can't go back. So and then from there on, I just bought every console. <laughs> Listen, man, I feel you, bro. No, Nintendo was, I mean, Sega was his gateway drug into this life. <laughs> sure, exactly. Right? <laughs> However, despite that right despite that i've always i always have and i always will be a nintendo kid at heart like that is the special place for me like no matter what like my switch my switch goes everywhere with me that's talk me talk right. about say it again because we got a couple of hate hate lords in here nintendo I'm not going to say that his facts is not factual because there's no destiny on the Switch, so I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say that for myself. Hey, hey, you realize every every game in this, every topic, every game that's in these topics, none of them are on the Switch. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Digital Tiger. He said PS3 has the best gaming library ever. Then Ivantis is saying Nintendo for life. They love you out here, man, Eric. They love you. I mean, the, the Switch has got Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's the only game you need in your life. You can only play one game. Yes, that's right. Here on, out of curiosity, when Nintendo announced that Luigi's Mansion is a 3DS exclusive and not a Switch, is that a little hurtful? Oh, uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not, I can't go back to my two, my two or 3DS now. I'm just like, it, I it's can't, a great console, but I, I just, used, I can't do it. <laughs> I used to play Final Fantasies on the Vita, and after I uh, played yeah. the Switch, I was like, "Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get rid of this Vita. I can't play it anymore." Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel you, man. So yeah, man, you got great console history. Now, obviously, I led you to where you are. I mean, as far as now, and you pretty much got everything. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So um, yeah. So what I wanted to do is like 
also talk about as far as your gaming history, like I consider you like the lord of like the console shared world shooter, like MMO light, like we talked about offline. So I want to know, like, because basically I know like you for some of the best coverage on Destiny, like I've ever seen on the net. Shout out to Lord King, because I, I I came across your content through uh, VG247.com, oh, yeah. and then like I seen you kind of like go from Destiny, you evolved in Division, now Anthem. So like, how did that passion? thought for those type of games like the, the console mmo like share where share where shooter kind of deal so that um kind of was i suppose sort of you know reaching to those games that actually came from two six so i mean because you know I, I suppose if we sort of go way back like he's the one that actually suggested we start the channel in the first place um you know kind of nice. when we first started like youtube you know it was sort of more like random content we just uploaded videos for like things that we were playing and stuff but then um and obviously with two six because he grew up playing on xbox so you know, he grew up mm -hmm. with halo so mm -hmm. like naturally when Bungie were working on the next thing like he was like he'd always already he already knew about it. so like way way before like when they first announced it i didn't even i hadn't even heard about it he was like yo there's this game coming out called mm -hmm. destiny that we should definitely check out and i'm like all right cool so obviously i started like mm -hmm. paying attention to it because he, he pointed me in the direction um mm -hmm. and then you know at the time obviously we didn't really know like what it was going to be you know beyond that point but we, we obviously played a lot of mmos we used to play a lot of world of warcraft a lot of other games like that so we were into the kind of like mmo genre and like mm -hmm. the way that they described it like pre-launch obviously it looked like it was going to kind of fill that space so right um so we started you know we started like pre-covering it you know again mm -hmm. like all this all this was like before it came out like we started around the alpha and stuff so we got like a little bit of hands-on and then just started mm -hmm. to try and like do all the coverage like that and obviously once it came out and then we realized that mm -hmm. it was like you know it was something that we really enjoyed because mm -hmm. it sort of gave us that that sort of feel that we got from like wow without it having to consume like your entire life right facts <laughs> yeah yeah um and then obviously that but then the interesting mm. thing about that is well that was kind of a turning point for the channel because before then we used to just cover games we were playing but we kind of didn't really have like a schedule we would just be like mm. oh you know we're playing this game and there might be like a, a week where there's like loads of games come out so we just throw up loads of videos and there might be like a period of time where there's nothing that comes out so we just don't make videos mm. so destiny basically became the time where we started doing daily content because nice. there was always something to talk about in destiny so we we're like all yeah, right yeah, yeah. you know they can actually do that so destiny kind of even though we covered a lot of things before then we started to grow before then destiny was sort of the first the mm. first spring channel it was like right you know this is uh this got us you know it kind of gave us the kick up the backside we're like all right this is what we need to do this is like mm. what we're gonna start covering and then yeah sort of it kind of led led from there and obviously there were expansions and stuff and it just kept on like the content kind of sort of made itself right there was always mm -hmm. people always wanted to know something you know whether it's about yeah, weapons it's about exotics like just something right um mm -hmm. and then obviously because that space started to gain traction then other people mm -hmm. started to you know then then division came about again and that was from two six he was like yo this like I, again i kind of missed it at the time and he was like yo there's this game coming out um mm -hmm. keep your eyes on this one as well and then that one we started mm -hmm. super early we started pre-covering division about two years before it came out wow so oh, covering a game that, <laughs> yeah covering a game that early is hella difficult right because mm -hmm. there's nothing Right. I would assume yeah. that because you're covering it that early, though, once the game came out, you're probably one of the go-to people for that content because you've yeah. been yep. so long. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Listen, let me, let me tell you something. He showed me that loot cave, okay? And <laughs> that's where my love affair with you started. Um, I said, uh, <laughs> loot cave, do you want, baby? Yo, I said, because I'm at VG24, and I'm, I'm on it so hard. And you, your destiny content was so precise and it was so up to the moment because I kept refreshing mm. and I catching your videos. And I said, okay, I get to the point. I'm looking at the video and I'm moving the TV to get to the exact spot. I said, this is the cave he's talking about. So I stayed there <laughs> and people don't know what I'm farming, but I know what I'm farming. Yeah. As you told me, right? So, and, and yes, your, your, your content on the division was insane because these guys in this uh, room right here don't like the division. But 
<laughs> I don't hate do. it. it. I don't. I don't dislike I do. it. It was just that in the beginning. <laughs> I didn't dislike it. I did. I dislike it afterwards. But I mean, they've improved. I guess my issue was the game itself was good. It was solid. I mm -hmm. guess my only issue was just I was thinking it was going to have more of an end game, like what they're talking about now. Like right. now yeah. they're talking about I'm, eight player raids, and now they got my attention. It's not, but hey, but they did go on there and say, well, remember what was that thing called that was rumored that was their their version of the raid? Oh, they oh. said it was Rikers Island, and Rikers I was like, Island. Island. I was <laughs> King, yeah, I got to get that king for that one. He's like, I'm telling you, Rikers Island. I'm yo, like, I, yo, listen, man. The Content was good for me. He taught me how to build my character spec yes. by spec to go into the dog zone and not be fearful. And I was able to, you know, and it, like your video be like, oh, you can go into the dog zone alone. I'm like, alone? For real? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you be super tanky. And I said, you know, his content was so incredible. And the fact that you are on today, this is like a little mini cool for myself. Because <laughs> he's like, yo, this is your guy. Your guy is coming on this Sunday. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I said, I don't know how he pulls these strings. I don't know how <laughs> Cognito does what he does. But thank God he does it. Because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, people, I, I low-key fanboy. Because we was, I was at the, uh, you know, kind of media with a shout out to Lord Sam Tober in the, in the building in the chat. NLTICGameNetwork.com, and we're at media and press, and I'm like, I literally stopped what I was doing. I was supposed to go over to, to what is it, Jump Force. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm like, hold on. That's Eric. <laughs> so I fanboyed out for a minute. And I was like, bro, what's going <laughs> Oh, you know what I'm saying? We, he was so cool, man. No, oh, it's so, good to meet you. It's good to meet you. Absolutely. I, and then I met, like I said, two six, and I'm like, yo, this is dope. So like just the whole the whole process. But yeah, man, I was like, dude, we gotta do it. He kept his word, man. I really appreciate mm -hmm. that. No, absolutely. Yeah, man. So with like I said, with the Sharewell shooter, and you know, we know you for that and all that good stuff. So um, we got into that now. I gotta get into something that you gotta help me with now, Lord Sure. Okay, now you gotta help me because I want to talk to you about Monster Hunter. Hey, I can talk about that. All right, you know what I'm saying? You are the Wyvern King, you know what I'm saying? I want to shout out Lord Bontis. I want to shout out Lord Zero, Lord uh, Jess Gordon from Window Central, and Lord Richard Foggy, who we had on last um, last episode from uh, Undead Labs. These guys are the hugest, biggest... I mean, they love Monster Hunter so much. Like, Lord Foggy was like, remember he said he was in his, his all his top five, if he could put it in all five games? Lord yeah. Sal? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess I got to ask you because, to be honest with you, Lord Eryx, I'm terrified of that game. I, I, I'm terrified in the sense that not that it's um, it's terrible. It's just I'm afraid what that game might do to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I see your videos and I see the, the grind and everybody having it. And that was during a period when Destiny was dead. It's a fun grind, though. Destiny I'm is not, not a fun grind. I got Destiny taking the bushes. I got my money back. All right, listen. Lord Attic knows my frustration and hate with that game. I hate that game on a level of a billion. If they can throw it in the bushes and never let it out, I would love that. Because Wyvern King, the monster hunter champ right now with the building. That's nice. I hear that part. But listen, Lord Attic knows. We try. And Lord Attic, shout out to you, man. Because he actually was holding my hand going through it. And I'm like, okay, so why the hell must I log into the lobby and hope I get up to meet you? Hey, he said, go to this board and talk to this lady. And then maybe we can have a friendship and jump into this cold thing. And yo, we did that for a half an hour. And we finally got to fight one monster together. And I said, this is straight trash. 
and I oh called my Microsoft, God. and I said, Microsoft, Listen. I made a mistake. How can I have my money back? <laughs> Lord Eric, help educate me again. Because again, King scared me from the cooperative aspect. But all my friends are playing this game. Everyone yeah. that's been on the show is playing this game. I see the videos you do. Help a guy like me understand yeah. what is the appeal to your Lord. When Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter. when Monster Hunter first came out, I put like four days straight into it. <laughs> Talk to so, me, Lord Eric. Help me. All right. So, so in the, first up, I appreciate. So, based on what King was saying, like there, I will say on Xbox around launch, there were some difficulties trying to party up. So, it sounds like your your initial experience was yeah. probably, right? And also, this was a weird thing because this is the what this is the one thing in world that they did that was kind of janky. They'd never done it in previous games before. Mm. Partying up to play the online thing, uh, the online story this time around was really weird because of this weird notion that you had to basically watch the cutscene before you could party up so you had this weird disjointed thing where people would join a quest watch a cutscene. yeah you watch a cutscene you'd leave the question you rejoin again it's, it was a weird system but the thing is that's kind of like your quote-unquote golden line once you get past that and you've done like the story the story means nothing in most times that's just that's just like your your tutorial if you will once you get past that you never experience that again and then and then multiplayer is just like seamless it's, it's you know seamless it works it's fine there's no problems then you don't have any of those issues and then you can just like stay partied up the whole time and just hunt everything together. Think of the story as in Destiny's story. It's a chore. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because also they did it in a slightly different way. Because in previous games, it was actually separated. Like in the in all the handheld ones, you'd have like an offline section that you can only do yourself, and you have the online stuff. Whereas in this one, they basically blur the lines where everything can be done together. But then because they wove the story into it, and they were so like you know you need to do that. So I'll I'll admit like they, if you if if this was your first time with it, and like the very first experience, that little bit was a bit kind of janky to get past. But when you can see past it, so Monster Hunter itself, like and especially given that you know coming from places like you know playing games like destiny and stuff there's a lot of yeah. stuff that would appeal to you so yeah. you know you see if you see every single monster as like a badass boss that you just need mm -hmm. to like learn the mechanics for because every single monster behaves differently plays differently mm -hmm. you have to study you have to watch it right and then this mm -hmm. the, but then because it's and because you don't have the life bar you know it's, it's kind of that sort of feeling that you get um mm -hmm. when you play so games with, like, with no with no not to cut you but with no life bar like does it have like a like almost like a call of duty damage system where the more red on the screen kind of deal no no no, no. so so you have, you have a health bar yeah, yeah. You okay. have a health bar, and then oh, when you're okay, fighting the you. monster, um, like gradually you weaken it, and then you know they'll have tails, like you know, like a like a real wild animal, like oh, like the monster itself to... doesn't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, so you'll you'll keep attacking, you know, the, then parts of the monster will break off. You can cut off the tails. They like it will start to like limp away, or start to mm -hmm. when it gets really weak, it'll go and sleep. So you have kind of tails, mm -hmm. um, but it has that, that sort of you know that sort of feeling because because you're not chipping away at a health bar that you can see all the time. When you finally you know do pull off the when you finally defeat the monster for the first time, it's super satisfying because then you then carve it up you get all the parts from it you go back to the smithy at base and suddenly you can see this armor set you can make from this monster right and there's mm -hmm. like a whole bunch of different weapons you can make as well like every, pretty much every monster has a weapon um has, has like a variation of one of the 14 weapons yeah, there's, there's yeah. slight variations but generally speaking they have them then you have armor sets as well and then suddenly so you go back and you see this armor set you're like all right i need like another 10 pieces another 10 scales from this so you go and find that monster again Mm -hmm. And again, you do you do that, and once you finish it, you have your your full armor set. You feel badass. Then you're like, all right, let's go have like the next thing, and you're in the process. But every single time you fight something new, and you come back, and you're just like, yo, this looks awesome. Like you want to mm -hmm. you want to start the piece that together. It's just like it basically taps into like from what what you do in Destiny, like in the in the way that you kind of repeat like mm -hmm. um, strikes to get good weapons, or you repeat raids to get that kind of stuff. It taps into that feeling. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, if you, but it's if not you, boring. No, it's, mm. you know, it's definitely not boring. Like, that's the thing as well, like because every <laughs> every like yeah, I mean. But some of it is some some of the sort of like 
Mm -hmm. Do require sort of get a little bit of getting used to because the weapons behave very differently. There's 14 different weapons. You're not mm. you yeah, they're drastically different. Yeah. Now, now, what what about what about like for example? See, to me, what separates Destiny, in my opinion, mm. is that raid, right? So I yeah. like I see that they have a cooperative aspect, but do they have any like world events where multiple players can kind of get together and stuff so, like that? Not like there is one thing they heard recently. It's, it's not so. It's, it's definitely exists in a different genre. I will say. I will say it's important to remember that, like, while there are certain aspects you can sort of see similarities in, Monster Hunter definitely doesn't exist in that space per se. So you're not like raids weren't the sort of thing that would necessarily fit in with it. That being said, they did recently release a new activity, which is like this one special monster that has 16 people working together, but you don't actually see all 16. It's basically four groups of four. Mm, um, stop laughing at me. But, 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 but to, be, to be clear, that's not really what Monster Hunter Light was going off. Like, the similarities kind of are linking to sort of like the loot and the gear grind and stuff, but they don't yeah. necessarily... The, beyond that, it's a, it's more... I, I'd say beyond that, it shares more similarities with something like Dark Souls than it would say Destiny. Yeah, mm, the, 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 yeah, gotcha. that's a fact. That's like, a fact. Uh, and it that's probably be. why I'm a little turned because I'm not a Dark Souls guy. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's, it's more forgiving than Dark Souls. It's way more forgiving. What mm. I don't like is, and like you, you said, there's no, drag. <laughs> there's no energy bar, and I don't like the pre-canned stuff. Like, you shoot him, and then he'll run to a different section, and he'll fall asleep over there. I just got so sick and tired of that part right there that I tried. I tried so bad. I tried with that game. I yeah. said, because it did look nice on my ex and i mm. said this really looks nice mm. but i said it sucks so bad oh my god <laughs> yo but i used a crossbow gun that i said okay maybe it's the weapon because i was using some big broadsword and i really Aris, hate help them. him help him Aris. Yeah. no he can't help me he can't help me i'm done i'm baked i'm cooked i threw it straight in the bushes in the bushes the early launch you know, cooperative technical issues and the quality of life has since improved, correct? Well, that correct? Yeah, I mean, what yeah. I will say, what I will say is that is the nice thing about Monster Hunter is that if ever you do decide to get into it or get back into it, right, the nice thing about it is that <laughs> it's the way, the way that exists, the space that exists in as well, unlike something like Destiny where you kind of like, mm -hmm. you can fall behind mm -hmm. in Monster Hunter, right? Like, because it's like, although it's, you know, it's got online, there's, there is essentially like, uh, sort of like mm -hmm. a, an end point you can get to and then beyond that point, you just grind whatever you want. So you wouldn't get to a point where like, if you jump in the game, you're like, oh, everybody's like, ahead of me i'll never catch up because that's not sort of the way that the game works like you know for example like in destiny if it's like oh i fall behind on the yeah, power here right yeah. literally something new oh, i'm not strong enough to do this activity mm. it's not like they're monster hunter because in like technically speaking monster hunter i could go and get like the beginner weapon and the beginner gear and go and find mm. something later it'll take me a hell of a lot longer but mm. because in monster hunter it's not like you don't level up right your your quote unquote leveling up is just getting better gear so it's just mm -hmm. your skills to get better so the the nice thing about that is it is actually quite a good game that can sit alongside things like i could mm -hmm. go but let's say you know, let's say Forsaken comes out, right? And I put I put Monster Hunter on hold for a month. Yeah. I'm not going to fall behind. There's not going to like. See, I like that. I yeah. do like that. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And then I mean, and so the, the one thing they do, of course, that they're, they're releasing a ton of like free um, DLC. Like at the moment, it's been roughly give or take every month or month and a bit. There's been like a new monster added. Uh, and obviously, mm -hmm. all that's completely free, right? So it's just like it's just additional content. And obviously, mm -hmm. every time there's a new monster, there's new gear, there's new weapons, there's stuff to do. Um, so apart from, you know, when that, when those come in, sometimes they come in and they're permanently added. Sometimes they come in as event quests that rotate in and out for a few weeks. But mm -hmm. yeah, generally speaking, like, you know, when, when it does come to the point where mm -hmm. I have to play something else and I have to put Monster Hunter on the world, like on the back burner for a bit, I'm mm -hmm. not going to fall behind. I'll just be able to come gotcha. back in and just, okay. so that's, so with that in mind, it's definitely something worth diving into. Um, mm -hmm. I, but I will okay. say, yeah, if you're, if you're looking to sort of like play with people, like look past the sort of the story bit. Cause like, once you get yeah. past that, there's, it's a little bit weird and janky. Like if you, mm -hmm. It is one of those things that, like, if the if the Moss Hunter kind of grind and the and the feel, the feel good part of the combat clicks with you, mm -hmm. you will be forever hooked, right? Now, I'm going to ask you two two more questions in reference to this because, yeah. um, one, obviously, I'm a big Switch fan. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And a lot of my time is on the go. I'm at work. I have time. I'm traveling a lot. So Switch is a big part. So obviously, I know they're coming out with a Monster mm-hmm. Hunter World Ultimate. And I've got their little coverage on it. And it looked pretty solid. Now, my question is, would that be a good beginner way for me to kind of just get into it? Or probably is Monster, <laughs> Monster Hunter no, World probably the way not. to go? The, yeah, Monster Hunter World, World is, is a lot more streamlined. Like the, the one that's coming to the Switch. Yeah, talk is, to me. Is, don't is, touch. You'll you get confused. Yeah. Don't it is, very, it I'm is very tempted. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very tempted. I mean, well, here's the thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I even did like a video on this. And I even mentioned, I was like, you know, I did say that like, Monster Hunter Generations and Generations Ultimate by extension, like mm. they're not good places if they're your first entry point to Monster Hunter. Because the thing, oh. thing with those previous ones, like they, like, Monster Hunter doesn't really have like a story that tells you too much anywhere. Like previous right. games have had like a little bit, where, you know, they will kind of work it in. But Generations is mm. very much like because it was it was created as like a celebration title. Like it had a lot of monsters from the previous games. It had like a lot of weapons they added into like the new style. So it's basically designed as like a celebration sort of festival title that had like mm. a ton of content. I'm talking like you know, World has got like 30 monsters. This has like you know, mm-hmm. 70, 80 plus monsters, right? You've, wow. got, you've got like hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds of gear sets, hundreds of weapons, right? Because it's, it's basically got everything. But the problem with that is that it drops you into the game. It's like, have fun. Oh, <laughs> it's not even, it's oh, like, wow. You, got, you even go hold in, your hand. Yeah, yeah I mean, no. you obviously still need to work through the, through, work through the quest, but you go into your box, it's like, all right, here's 14 starter weapons. It's like, all right, can I have some tutorials? Go out there, have something. <laughs> but then also in generation they introduced like styles as well so you know different ways to use those existing weapons again they're just like how am i going to find how to use that equip it and go and kill something you know yeah they literally, <laughs> they literally have have no way of like they don't really do <laughs> monster yeah. hunter is like you learn yourself. If you get killed 50 times using that weapon, you're probably not using it right. So <laughs> Ultimate God, Generation know. is more of an archaic kind of... Uh, However... What's up? What I'm say, right, though, is that, like, I do absolutely love Generation Ultimate. Like, it is an amazing game, but uh, I feel like... I feel like if... Because also, this is something I, I realize, you know, with my channel, like, I've got... There's a lot of people that have got into Monster Hunter with World, and I'm like, if you've... Mm-hmm. If you've discovered Monster Hunter World and you've realized that you like the mm-hmm. game and that's all like the space exists in, yeah. then you then I would recommend going to Generation Ultimate because then you once you have like an understanding of like you know this is what this game kind of offers, then you can get because the nice thing about uh, World mm-hmm. is that much earlier on in the game you get introduced to like the good stuff. You get, you start hunting like cool monsters, whereas in mm-hmm. the previous game, the very first like say couple hours you got you're kind of doing like these remedial tasks like going gathering like mushrooms and flowers and bugs and stuff and then mm-hmm. like you do that to kind of get out of the way whereas <laughs> yeah I mean, that as well yeah but it was in most in the world they introduced those as like things you can do as uh, alongside when you're doing a main quest right so like mm-hmm. it's a lot more right at the start you're hunting something cool um mm-hmm. so there's a lot yeah there's a lot of, sort of things you need, kind of need to get past but once you do get past those hurdles there's so much stuff in there um so i'd say if anything kind of recommendation eric recommend for me yeah i'd, I'd say if, if you get a chance jump on world kind of like okay. get a feel for the game okay. know that obviously Ultimate did come before, so there'll be there's some quality of life stuff that's been introduced in World that won't be present in Generation Ultimate, right? Gotcha. But if you if you play World, what he's saying is jump into the new joint and then 
scale back your expectations. When you jump into the other joint, and, it, and trust me, listen, I'm telling you, Lord Cognito, listen, 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 man. I'm like, this game, You, I know you want to throw your switch into some serious yeah, stuff. Yeah, I want to know. Yo, look, this look. is not it. And if they're telling you, they're telling you, you listen to the warning signs, all right? <laughs> they're... They love this game. The one size is on the wall. He's telling you, don't do it. <laughs> Look, if anything, I would say Worlds is a tutorial for generations. Hey, listen, yeah. he's going to buy that game. He's going to buy the game because he wants to be on the go and show that he has Monster Hunter. Oh, my he God. Has, he, he's not going to. Listen, they buy games just to show that it was on Twitch. <laughs> why, why, why can't we buy the game because we enjoy it on Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> shut it up. <laughs> He, he, like, he likes no, it for like that. It. He likes it for that epic part where he looks through the libraries, like look at all these games I got. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, listen, listen. And I, I'm gonna prove this point right now. I'm gonna uh -huh. prove the point right now. Oh my god! See what Lord I Lord Sovereign, Lord yes. Sovereign. Do you yes. got the um the new Wolfenstein for uh the Switch? Nope. I nah, did I'm that one that time. I did yeah, it one time as an experiment. The only way they could get me to do it again. Would be day and date release with the other consoles and some sort okay. of cross save. You know what? So I must take that back because I thought y'all two. <laughs> you thought we run out on every port? No, yes. no, 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 no. Yes, no. I thought y'all two individuals was like, it's on Switch now. Like, you mean the one that looks so blurry you can't even see stuff when you're being oh shot? It's called Switch, the Vaseline edition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two questions. Two questions for Bobby. Then we we'll move on from my side to world for Alex. Um, one yeah. by uh, Lord Zero and my, shout out to my man Lord Bloody Knuckles. They were saying, "Are you excited for the um summer update to Monster Hunter yes, World?" Yes, definitely. Right, yeah. Cool. Super. And then the second shout out to my man Sonaldo. He says, "How do you feel about the belated PC launch of Monster Hunter World? Do you think it's going to be as big as before?" Um, I think I think there's I think there's definitely said like there's a lot of people that really want to get into it. There's, I mean, there's tons of people still asking. Like, and I get comments and videos on Twitch and stuff like, when are we hearing stuff about PC? Mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of people that have been like that have actually held out. They you know they want to experience it on PC. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, obviously you know it, it's it's interesting whenever you have a staggered launch. I don't feel like you know the second launch will never be quite as big as the first one. They've already kind of like done mm -hmm. massive numbers with it. But I, I still mm -hmm. feel still feel like there's a lot of people that will. Be high yeah. for it and get into it. So, um, yeah, it could almost be like a second win for the game as well, right? So, no doubt, no doubt. All right, Lord Zero, I'll give you this last question. We're done with Monster Hunter. <laughs> Let me start. All right, Lord Zero asks, okay, asking what your thoughts on the Final Fantasy Behemoth coming to Monster I'm, I'm looking, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's a really cool collaboration because in the past, obviously, they, they typically do collaborations with like you'll get a cool armor set from like another IP or like a weapon, mm -hmm. but like, That's dope. Actually, yeah, but you actually have like a monster physically mm -hmm. from another game come in. Um, mm -hmm. Really cool. And there's like there's a speculation I've kind of got as well. Like it looks like it's got a similar skeleton as a monster that everyone kind of wants to see added to the game, like one from a previous thing. Mm. So like because a lot of them, a lot of these monsters, although they behave differently, they some of them, if they're like the same type of monster, they'll share the skeleton. Mm -hmm. um, it looks remarkably like it could have a Zenoga skeleton. So I'm hoping that could maybe mean that we get that like further down the line. But mm -hmm. uh, so out of curiosity, um, what other monster would you like to see from Final Fantasy and 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 Monster Hunter? Uh, so here's the uh, here's the you don't play Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Y'all got Leviathan, I might have to jump in. <laughs> no, there, there's a monster in there called a, a Marlboro, it's like a big I can't even describe it, I don't know how to describe it to you. Uh, but it pretty much shoots acid and stuff and gives you a bunch of it's one of the like the most famous. I would say the behemoth is one of the most famous, but I would feel like 
mm. that would be a better thing to fight in it because like it was shoot it, it's got a move called bad breath and it gives you every bad element in the game it gives you <laughs> wow. dizzy all of that wow. so like i would like to see something like that i feel like out of all the final fantasy monsters they could have picked they picked the one i didn't want get mm. uh, yeah to be, to be honest i just, just want to like um i although the collaboration ones are cool there's definitely a few that i definitely want to sort of see come back like i'm missing like yeah i want to see Zenoga, tigrex um i want to see rajan come back as well like there's just like a load of cool monsters but yeah i mean i think i think if they can do more of these more of these collaborations as well it'd just be cool to you know it's all it's all free content right it's all just like reasons people to kind of check back in as well so it brings it life into the game yeah exactly all right so we got through the monster hunter segment <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you sir so um yeah man now i just want to get it down to your career because um obviously i heard you, you possibly had a, a an ex role at a landing a job at microsoft so i wanted to know like which role specifically and then also in conjunction with that getting that connection from where i know you on vg247.com so let's start with microsoft like how did that come about and what, what was your role sure so uh again kind of it works with uh 26 so like 26 and i obviously we met at university mm -hmm. um we both did like a, a kind of a game design course it was, like, it was kind of badly named computer games but essentially it was like computer science with like game design elements and stuff nice um <clears throat> then we left uh we left university kind of did the usual thing where you send out your applications and then mm -hmm. we got hit with the typical games industry catch 2022 20, kind of thing like mm -hmm. uh, you know you need to have experience but you obviously can't have experience if you don't get a job um mm -hmm. and then it was you know, two six's idea at first he was like you know what he's like because we apply for all the positions that we in theory be qualified for like programmers <laughs> or designers and stuff and he's like all right <laughs> So if we can't do that, we should apply for like testing roles because in like theory, like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we did that, um, and then you know, like sent out some applications and stuff. And then there was kind of one point where we kind of got so like, in fact, I think he was two six. He kind of was sort of like so sick of not having like CVs bounce back and stuff that we just applied yeah. for like a job that we weren't even qualified for at Microsoft. And then maybe mm -hmm. they got back to two six about it, but they were like, wow. you're not qualified for this job, but like there's a role here that you might be able to do. So he went in Ooh. for, uh, he went in for an interview, and he. Um, he had like he was crazy because he had like some long like three hour interview and he came, he came in as like a as a tester but like like senior tester so he actually kind of okay. came in like one level up nice. and he was working on uh, Forza Horizon when it was like Ooh, nice nice so that was um and then that was like when it like first started so the team was super small and then when they started ramping up he like he brought me in he was basically like you know they were they were looking to hire people he was like look send nice. your CV in um and then it's obviously I went down as well I kind of got the interview it's funny though because I had like a interview for like a different role so like mine was he was like he was there for like three hours. I was like, all oh, right, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm getting ready for like mentally preparing for like a long Absolutely. interview. I was mm -hmm. there for like 10 minutes. They're like, yep, cool. Good job done. <laughs> so I was like, uh, is that good? <laughs> um, I know that, yeah. would be, that would be like terrifying. Be like, yo, my dude was in here for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> and you going probably, for 10 minutes. They're like, probably, thank you. We got everything. And you like, I probably would have said what? something when I was leaving. I'm like, yo, let me be real with you. My dude was in here for longer than a Harry Potter movie. Why am I leaving? <laughs> it, took me, it took me two hours to get there as well. Wow. <laughs> uh, but then, but anyway, yeah, so, so it happened. I, I got the job, which is cool. Uh, but I came in as like a junior tester. So like, but I, I was working on, I was also working on um forza horizon so like nice. i worked six um, on that and then so we started off yeah we started off working in there and then like i like was about sort of three four months in i kind of jumped up to like senior testers so we we're both working on like forza the team like massively ramped up and it was during that time that we actually launched the youtube channel we kind of just did it as like fun mm, in the back but they nice. used to have they used to have like a games library there mm -hmm. um so we just used to like borrow games and just be like all right we'll make some videos for this occasionally mm -hmm. they come in a little bit early like on like american release and stuff so we're like all right great um mm -hmm. In fact, one of the games that actually kicked off the channel was like they got uh, Asura's Wrath. Um, and then, I mean, like, I love that game, right? But like that, because obviously that came out, like it released in America on a Tuesday and, and in um, the UK on a Friday. So like they had it in the library. So we thought, oh, we'll play it. Um, and we literally just uploaded like a raw gameplay of it, like, because it was basically like watching an anime. 
Yeah. And weirdly, like back then, that was like, they were some of our most viewed videos. That was on like our old channel before then, so it's not even yeah. on this one anymore. But they were like, it's people on just, just... A-Rock's channel. That yeah, was just yeah, Arox's channel. Yeah, I mean, that, that, well, there was actually a, a previous Eric channel that I've taken down since then. So that was like our, our learning ground, so to speak. Oh, okay, we, we um, did that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, but then it's, it's funny because like even like two years after the game came out, people were still watching that video, still commenting on it like every day. Like some of those those episodes got up to like a few hundred thousand views just because wow. it was like, they're literally watching it like an anime. It's like, all right, cool. Mm, but um, but yeah, so, so that happened. Then obviously, you know, we carried on working through there. So we worked through Forza Horizon into launch. We did the Forza Horizon DLC. We worked on a few other games, like sometimes work. So we worked in their Reading headquarters and then they'd like as well as the titles they work on the uk they'd sometimes bring in titles they were sort of tested from the us so we did some testing on halo 4 on gizzard judgment nice. um nice. and then a few other games like that so then and then when it came to xbox one launch mm -hmm. um there was you are you familiar with the upload video platform on xbox yes yeah, shout yeah. out to lord dizzy who when that first came out the, it got big upload creator og that's what he ah, called well so, so, here's, so here's the thing so we so then when upload came out they uh they sent like a, a thing internally and i applied for a different role in there and i moved to their london studio to be Ooh. associate producer on upload and i worked huh. on upload like basically building their creative program kind of wow. doing like community management Ooh, that's like, huge so yeah so they, they like they kind of i sort of came on initially sort of doing like community management slash like um production i used to do like video stuff so all like if, i don't know if you remember like the official upload content they used to do like i used to kind of be like host yes. on some of that stuff so i'd like yes. do some of that content um and it was kind of interesting because that was also like a turning point for the channel because the first mm. couple of years like you know we kicked off the channel because it was two sixes idea again um mm. and i was like i hadn't quite sort of found my place like we were uploading videos more sort of for fun but i wasn't really sure fully if it was something i wanted to do right and it was then when i moved to upload and i started working with them like i was working with like the um the camera crew there and obviously we were nice. doing videos for the platform. i got and i got a name drop during that process did you get a chance to meet like ac bongos any of those guys oh yeah ac bongos is the nicest guy in the yes. world like he's he's so like, cool the best person at xbox like he's so like mm. you know like, you know like some people you wonder like you know when you see him on camera you're like is that what they're like he is so genuine what yes. you see is what you get what you like, get i've met him three times and i have to admit my impression is the exact same he, he's like he seems like a really cool dude he's so he's so cool like, yeah i got to work with him on a few different projects and stuff he was just like yeah just like so much energy and stuff he was uh he was mm -hmm. a great guy so he yes. um yeah so that was obviously that um kind of you know started sort of working through video there but it was mm -hmm. interesting because like during those first couple of years like i was super like, i didn't really have the confidence on on like youtube and stuff so it was like a mm -hmm. really weird sort of thing finding my feet so when i when i went to work at upload and i worked with like the camera crew and stuff they mm -hmm. they sort of really helped me like build confidence on camera and like learn to um speak mm -hmm. you know like kind of better on camera just sort of like you know no not to like lock up and stuff which was uh yeah. it, was, it was really weird like, it was it was so like at first i they used to have to like set up the cameras and like leave the room because i just i just wouldn't want to record with people around <laughs> yeah um <laughs> it, it was it was it was weird, it's weird. Like, listen it's i can't adjustment. go with you watching me exactly like that yeah yeah so it was uh, it was it was really weird like and i'd be i'd be like uh like it used to be like a flipping 50 take wonder or something like i would just i would mess up like i just i'd learn that i'd write my own lines like little paragraphs and i just keep on messing up it's like what the hell but, then, <laughs> but yeah, over over like over that kind of course that year, like I massively improved, and that sort of that kind of gave me an actual appreciation for like, all right, you know what, I like mm -hmm. doing this because then suddenly mm -hmm. on upload, I was making I was making some of their videos, and then I would go home in the evening and make our videos. So like I was just mm -hmm. doing that all the time, and then that's where like the grind got super serious because it was basically like because upload ended up being, you know, I, I worked more than I should have there. I, I get in in the morning like eight, I'd be in the office until like nine, ten at night, and then I go wow. home and then I grind Destiny videos. Wow. Right? And, like, Dude, and we, Wow. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that because because that was that was like that was when it clicked, right? Destiny, obviously, we were like, you know, this is where we're gonna we're gonna sort of like make it work. Um, yeah. and I did that for probably about 
18 months. So I worked with like, you know, worked on like loads of different projects there. We worked with like loads of different um, developers. And obviously during that time we helped build the, cause we used to like curate the um, the front page. So we would like look at all the community content. We pick what we want to go on front page. We obviously engage with creators. We took mm -hmm. some of them to things like E3 and Gamescom and stuff. Um, so we ran all of that and obviously we worked with different companies like when the games were launching. So we did like campaigns around like, you know, Titanfall launch, Destiny mm -hmm. and things like that. Nice. So yeah, it was, it was really good. And then, but then, um, <clears throat> when they kind of made the switch and they kind of windows 10 started being a big thing mm -hmm. then the american team when i wanted to take back the ownership of like the platform so uh, they took upload because it was it was developed in the uk but they took upload into their like inside yeah wow. and then um but then when they did that they had no need for the content team so they were like you know thanks but um we don't need you anymore <laughs> wow wow yeah. thanks but uh bye <laughs> so, so, yeah. now, now let's get the the order in now when does so vg247.com was during that period or so that was leaving that was, yeah yeah that was that was leaving so when we so when we left microsoft obviously i've made like a load of friends there and like um people like knew that obviously we did we did youtube like we'd have to kind of like you know do things like outside of what we're doing at work and stuff but we still did that so when i left i basically sent out emails to like all my all the people that i knew i was like you know it's been great working with you i'm leaving microsoft but i am gonna go off and do my adventure because i basically attached to six and i was like look you yeah. know what I've been made redundant. I'm going to use this one year. And I'm, mm -hmm. going to, I'm going to set aside a year, and I'm going to try and make YouTube work. Like I'm going to, I've, I'm going to sell the money that I've got, and I'm just going to try and do this in a, for, mm -hmm. for a year. If it works, cool. If mm -hmm. it doesn't, I'm going to have to go and find myself a job. Mm -hmm. um, and then, luckily, we managed to like turn it around. So obviously, yeah, when we left, I, you know, we we reached, I reached out to everyone. I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to go and do. So it'd be mm -hmm. great to like, you know, work with some of you guys and Absolutely. you know, like, videos and stuff. So that was it was super useful because, and I'm so glad I did it that way as well because mm -hmm. like working in the games industry gave me such a great insight into like. The way things work and also just like how to you know properly work with publishers like if i were right. if the game's coming out and i want to go to them like i i know how to properly work with them but like you know i know what you guys want i know what i want you know here's right. how we can work together um right. things like that oh. so it's um yeah so that i mean experience really helped you mm, yeah yeah, yeah it trained up a boss because mm -hmm. let me tell you something you you was like oh so you're gonna give me the pink slip huh I got <laughs> i'll be right back and i'm gonna load up these videos i'll be right back i'm gonna get these couple of hundred million views and listen i really appreciate all that grind all that stuff that you were saying it really showed inside yeah. all your videos i really appreciate the grind a, a lot of these you know the people that, that are watching maybe they don't really understand mm -hmm. you see i really have vg24 still on my phone mm -hmm. like i really go through and i still have i subscribe to you i was probably one of your earliest subscribers <laughs> and, and i keep that content there because that's the genesis of my information like mm -hmm. me now going to something i post it i send it to cognito i'm mm -hmm. like this and it's yeah, I remember that hard work. Yeah, yeah, the hard work that you put in translated, and it trickled down to me because you said stuff that made me understand it. Mm -hmm. That's oh, why process. I stay with your stuff because a lot of videos that I was watching with other content creators, they were saying stuff that was like above. They were speaking Chinese to me, to be honest with you, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't understand it. But mm -hmm. then you'll break it down and you'll show the damage difference from one uh upload like let's say they, they buff the the shotguns or they buff mm. the auto rifles mm -hmm. you show the damage difference between different sides and i was like oh, okay so this is how it was before and mm -hmm. this is how much damage you're doing now yeah, it's very very lord acts is very meticulous that's why i like his style like it's a very he he approaches it as if you he doesn't assume that the, the person that's watching 
knows about the content or the game and that you have a great style in that sense you know what i'm saying like i really yeah, appreciate thank you. that especially with destiny because in the beginning you know for someone completely new to that kind of genre there were some things that were kind of overwhelming with the whole light level chase and like mm. you're very good with beginner guys i think like you're you're a master at that you really mm. break it down okay this is what you need to be doing this is the most effective way kind of like what lord king is saying it's showing you the difference mm. and stuff yeah, so that's yeah. really cool yeah, I mean that's something that because it's it's all the way that we always want to try and present it. Like, I want to make sure that like we try we try our best to make sure that our content can like be useful to the people that are hardcore, but also like if you've never played before, like you can be like, oh okay, right. I, can, I can get this. But and I think also like we kind of we've always made content in the way that we like to consume it. Like I generally speaking prefer short videos, and obviously there's that interesting time in YouTube like um, where kind of people made this transition to long form content. But like generally speaking, like I prefer to be like you want to know something, I want to know it like in two minutes as opposed yeah. to be like because like, i mean i i just and it's literally just down to you know it's, it's no it's no disrespect to anyone that makes longer videos but for me right. personally like i tune out very quickly on a lot of things like, i just i'll just sit there and be like sorry wait what did you say <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it, it's it's good because let, let's be honest like the, the attention span of, of of the youth shout out lord attic <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like they don't need time they don't want to go through they want to get to the point get to the business boom you know what i mean yep. right that, to it. that's like, what i love huh? Absolutely sense. So that so then like I said, you took those contexts and everything from there, and then you yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. so, yeah, two so four we, seven guys. Yeah, so so we well yeah, so when we left, um there was actually like mm -hmm. another people that person that kind of we watched that we saw like work with each other twenty four seven. So we kinda of got in, in touch with them and we're like, look, you know, we um where this is this is the kind of the content we do because we reached out to them initially, we're like, Oh, we do like a lot of destiny content, you know, mm -hmm. do you wanna like work together and stuff? And they were like, Well actually, you know, it kind of works out well because mm -hmm. we sort of we like want to go big on destiny and we sort of like need someone to kind of fill that void. So they're actually part of a, a network, just a, a, um, a YouTube network called like gamer network who, you know, they cover channels. You heard, like channels you would have heard from things like um, outside Xbox, outside extra. Um, uh, what else is there? Um, so they got like a whole network of, of yeah, different. yeah. So yes, yeah, so, and so they're part of that one. So obviously, we we became, basically became sort of like under their wing. But then obviously, we worked with VG on like Destiny mm -hmm. stuff. So if we were making content and stuff, they would mm -hmm. then like run articles on what we were doing. Mm -hmm. um, and that's sort of like how it how it worked out. And while we started with them like predominantly on Destiny, like because we mm -hmm. cover so many different things, mm -hmm. then we effectively just kind of work with them on like where you know whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, they they like, yeah, we're not like we're not mm -hmm. sort of like in the in the site specifically. It's more just like we have the kind of contact with them, and they're just like. That's sort of how you know they they run mm. they run their stuff and they run their articles, but then they'll also do supporting stuff for like our videos. So that's how we right. sort of yeah, that too that that connect is huge because like I said, that's how I do you. And then like even when you transition to division, like whatever mm. would come up, and I would see it there. It would be like at the top of the list, and it'd be like you know check out Eric's, and I'm like okay, there he is. <laughs> you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? I, video embedded. I'm like nice. I get it right in the article. <laughs> like it was mm. so convenient, and I just said okay, I'm going you know to your channel, man, because I really that those Destiny one days. I, definitely stand out big time mm. I mean, even when king betrayed us for the division <laughs> listen he made the division sound like it was the second coming and, <laughs> and, and my problem was the dark zone and mm -hmm. it was i remember that one video because it was like if you're having a problem with the dark zone let me show you how you can run into the dark zone alone mm -hmm. i said alone yeah mm -hmm. so if you get this and you put this with this this strike against it and 
I put this gear set together, and so four dudes ran down on me. I'll never forget. And I threw out my little turret, and it was flaming them, and I was hitting them, and I was tearing them up, and I started chasing people down. I said, Eric is the truth. I said, and I, I became a dog zone warrior solo. Like, where are you at? I'm up in zone five by myself. Oh, my God. Nah, it, it was good for me. No, yeah. no, shout out to Eric on that, man. Your tremendous, tremendous history, man. I, I like these stories. This is good to see where, you know, people started and all that good mm -hmm. stuff. So every guest, we have to ask this question, Lord Eric. Yeah, so, I, I, I guess we'll actually just kind of dial back if you want to kind of show sure, a couple no of things history. So Oh, no, please go. Oh, you have more, please. <laughs> I mean, no, no, it's, it's, it's just obviously there's that kind of, so the interesting thing that happened, like when I left Microsoft, so I, I worked for six months on the channel and then Tusik was still at Microsoft. Uh, okay. He was still, because at that time he was working on Forza Horizon 2. Um, mm -hmm. So he like, he worked on that, the game launched stuff. And then like, he got to the point mm -hmm. where he's like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to, um, I'm going to make this jump now. So then he um, left and that's when we both went full time and that's when we were both kind of working on the channel. And then um, mm -hmm. there was obviously like, there was kind of a, there was a period for the first year where 26 was trying to sort of, we were trying to do something behind the scenes or like making um, games, like either mobile games or something. So he was like, cause he's a programmer. Mm -hmm. So he was like oh, building that stuff. to 26 is a yeah. beast. So he worked like super hard on that. But obviously like mm -hmm. we got to this point where at the end of the first year we were like, you know what? We've invested money into it, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, how long's a piece of string? Like, how much do you really need to invest to get this thing going? And we're like, maybe it isn't the right time. So at that point, he then switched over to start streaming, and then obviously, mm -hmm. then he kind of picked up on that, and then he, um, yeah. So he, you know, so like while we all work on the channel and stuff, like I predominantly do the videos. We'll all chat mm -hmm. about like stuff on like the Monday and be like, you know, here's what we're doing for the week. But like, I'll mm -hmm. predominantly work on videos. He streams, and then more recently, we then bought um, Ben on or Paradise, like uh, Paradise Central. So if if, if ever you seen like two six streaming Monster Hunter, mm -hmm. he will streams at Paradise. So he's now kind of on board with the channel as well, and he kind of helps with uh, content. So sort of like just kind of growing out. But yeah, that's uh, basically wow. where we're at. Dude, tremendous history, bro. You got to come out with a book. <laughs> one day, one day, whatever. The life and time. I, I want, I want to see the early clips where he didn't want anybody in the yeah, room, yeah, like, and oh, he had the, the little cue card. He said, "Didn't I say get out of the room?" <laughs> <laughs> Funny ones, man. Oh man, before I mean, we really, I mean, yeah. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, I hate it when people do this, but you know what? Like, if you go on the channel and you go and you and you sort my oldest video first. <laughs> You can see some things where oh oh oh, I, <laughs> yeah. they're still there. So if you want to go, if you want to go down like some crazy history, then feel free to check them out. Uh, but yeah, they're not showing it. But he's low key in the side. Like I'm deleting it now. <laughs> <laughs> this started on this. He's I'm like, going what? in right after this. <laughs> we got to see the like early my, beginnings, man. Everybody started it's somewhere. It's like my, de my channel started in the Destiny Day now. <laughs> yeah, man. I know my early videos with Attic. Oh, man. Woo. Yeah, good that we moved on. We got a little We improved a little bit. But, um, yeah, that's tremendous history. So I got to ask this question for all the guests that we usually have at the round table. Lord Arix, I need the top five video games or video game franchises for you. What's your oh. personal favorite? Let's go. Okay. Number one, The Legend of Zelda. Mm. No questions. Woo! Uh, number two is going to be Monster Hunter. I knew it. I got Number play three has got to be Smash Brothers. Wow. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, number four is probably going to be Pokemon for me. Okay. Nintendo is strong in here. Mm -hmm. no, he told you earlier, if you didn't listen. Nintendo <laughs> is strong. I like that. Okay. Number, number, five. number five. All time. You got to make the tough choice. Hmm. Tough one. I know it's not easy. 
It's weird. Hey, this is hard. It's hard. He wants to stay Mario 64. He wants to stay Mario. I mean, basically, yeah. But, um, come on. I always feel like it's weird because it's not like a series per se. It's like just like one big game that never stops. But, like, a huge part of it was probably like World of Warcraft, like back in the days, like when it was that. Like, that was a big. That was huge. That was, again, that was like, me and Sixty Six used to play that university and, like, just played too many hours on that. And that was, uh, yeah, I think I think off the top of the spot. I mean, that's probably the one that I think. I mean, like no maybe it's another one, but yeah, definitely at least those at least those top three, top so, four. So that's your top five right there. You got the Zelda, the Pokemon, Monster Hunter World, World of Warcraft. Hmm. That's what we're going with. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, for a second, is that what I want to be branded? He says, that <laughs> it's funny because every time I do one, he's like, like yeah, there was that like, kind of a while ago, like on Twitter, there was sort of like the main, name of your top series and stuff, and you'll always write it. And as soon as you finish writing it and you, you hit send, you're like, oh, wait, how did I forget this? Series? <laughs> how did I so, forget this? Yeah, you're right. Yep, yep. Yeah, I, I'm, so, I'm notorious for that. I'm probably going to look back on this and be like, oh, why did I not say this? But like, definitely, at least, at least, at least, yeah, number one, like, yeah, Zelda. Monster Ooh. Hunter, Smash Bros, Pokemon, and then five is like in flux. No doubt, five is in flux, but for now it's it's World of Warcraft holding it down at, the, at yeah. that spot. All right, no doubt, man. Tremendous history, man. Love it, love it, love it. So let's get into what the Lords have been playing this week, and uh, actually let's go back to Alex again. What have you been playing specifically this week? Is it is it been all Monster Hunter this week? Um, actually, not not too much. Not at the moment. Like at the moment, because um, sort of in between like events and stuff. Like I'm playing it a little bit um slightly more lightly, so I'm kind of jumping in for videos and stuff so i uh actually jumped on i've been playing owlboy today okay so that's okay. a game that kind of came out a while ago but like i mm. i wanted to play it. i was kind of following but like, i sort of left mm. it at the time and then it came out on switch so mm. played um played some of that been playing a bit of mario tennis as well because that recently came out yeah, yeah. Uh, people tell me that's deep man we gotta talk about yeah. eric's we gotta talk because that, that blooper is kicking my ass <laughs> <laughs> that, that, game, that game is good like, I, it's funny because i'm not really a sports person but like when it's like a mario twist i'm like you know what I got time for this. Mm, so, shout um, out to Lord Foggy. Foggy said last week he was playing tennis, oh, and he yeah. said it was like very complex. Like it was like it's a lot of depth to this game. There is, yeah. Like it's, it's funny because you sort of like you think like oh tennis and Mario. Yeah, be I just wrote it off. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But like, there's, there's actually a fair, a fair bit to it, and it's uh, it's well, it's it's also funny because when you kind of get those games that are like so lighthearted on the surface, mm -hmm. it makes it even funnier, like more competitive when you're playing with people. Like if yes. you if you lose a game of Mario tennis, like if you lose a normal game of tennis, <laughs> you just lose that game. Of tennis. It's no, it's serious business. We're going to lose friendships over this stuff. I'm playing a bit of uh, Blast Blue Cross Tag Battle. Uh, nice. I kind of get my ass whipped, but I was uh, trying to play it. No doubt. Lord Attic, what have you been playing this week, man? Um, XCOM. And XCOM a little bit more XCOM and just Ooh. a little bit more XCOM. For you got those chosen killed yet? You got yes, that thing. I killed all one. three of those shows. Nice. I killed one with a panic. One mm. of my panic. I saw one of your what videos. On the it just shot the chosen. It killed him. Like it's yes, disrespectful. I saw what you put it up on upload. I laughed when I, I finally got a chance to see it this morning. I, I could not believe you did that to one of the chosen. Nice. I was I was happy. I was. <laughs> I was panicking for a second, but when I saw he did a crit for 24, I was like, that's what's up. <laughs> oh, no, that's what's up. That X of life. Lord Soft, what has it been? Has it been all tennis? What you been playing, man? It's, yeah, it's been on Switch. I haven't been home, so it's been on Switch. So a lot of tennis. And like I'm I'm halfway through that story mode, and mm -hmm. there's a there's a boss on a boat. It's a blooper, right? Um, yeah, he's destroying me. Like he's really, really <laughs> destroying me. This dude should be like the end boss because he, <laughs> 
Like he he gets all over the court with no problem, mm-hmm. and then he has these he has trick shots where this particular stage has you're on you're on like in, in on a on a ship right, mm-hmm. so you have like the mass right in the middle of the ship, so you can bounce balls off the middle of this pole. Mm-hmm. So this dude takes every opportunity to <laughs> redirect balls off of the pole. <laughs> so, there have been I've gotten close to beating him like five six times, but other times he's just raking me over the coals like destruction <laughs> all the way through. So, yeah, so I've been playing that, and uh, I got Luminous remastered. I never played Luminous on it's the great game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I'm more for like old school Tetris, but I do like Luminous. It's cool. I never played it on PSP back in the day, so I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but 15 bucks, great game though, good puzzle. The, the music no aspect of that mm-hmm. game, the musicality of that game, where yeah. it's just beautiful. I love that game. That's what yeah, it takes it to another level. It definitely takes it to another level. No yeah. doubt, Lord King. What you been playing, man? Oh, Destiny. Uh, shout out to my tryhards. My tryhards. Listen, yo, I got, I got, I got these two tryhards, right? So I got, um, I got, I got Chris. I got Chris and Captain America, right? Yeah. So, and Captain America is tactical, if y'all don't know. Mm-hmm. And if y'all ever see me play with these two guys, if I get these two guys both in one room at one time, it is the most amazing experience that I can have with Destiny at one time. And I did it this week with a Nightfall. We finished that Nightfall in 14 minutes. I'm talking about these two tryhards. It's always a measuring contest when they get inside the room. Like, oh, <laughs> what data you got? Oh, do you have this catalyst? Oh, I got two of those catalysts. I'm like, it is just the most amazing thing ever to watch these two guys go at it. Mm-hmm. And I said, y'all should have a channel. It should be y'all two only in the channel, like, because they're looking at each other's clothes <laughs> and then uh, they're checking out each other's everything, guns. Everything is a battle. Everything's a everything is a battle. Mm-hmm. I just want to tell you guys, it's one game that I got from um, Lord Ran Outdoor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, Assault Android Cactus. It's free okay. on Microsoft for, for gold this month. Mm-hmm. Get that game. Okay. It is it is probably the best game that I got from from Rand. Mm-hmm. And he put me on it because I, I spoke to him, you know, I sent him a That's message because he put up a video. That game is worth is to get it for free is, is, is unimaginable. That's but to pay up. for it, I paid for that game. Mm-hmm. That game is worth every last penny. Try Shout it out. Shout out to Lord Rand. He's a beast, man. Absolutely. I definitely will look into it, man. Yeah, man. For me, I've kind of been with Lord King. I've been on that uh, Destiny 2 Catalyst grind faction rally. So um, I want to shout out some Lords real quick. Demon and Revos, the team. L, Neil Before God, he was helping us out. Shout out to Fonzarelli and uh, Relevant Native. We was all getting a little blaze on everybody trying to do their little Catalyst grind or what have you. So it's all about Dead Orbit right now. I'm sorry, Hideo from New Monarchy. I need that Graviton Lance. <laughs> that, that oh man, that hidden hand. I need that perk. So I'm at level 45. I'm five away from the grind to be done. And I'll touch a little bit of State of Decay 2 with the Independence Day pack. Downloaded that. And I want to I didn't get a chance to play because I already played it already, but I had to get um inside. Remember inside? Oh, oh yeah, good game, um, good game. Love okay. that game. The ambiance, the dudes from uh, Play Dead Studios, man. Mm. Limbo creators absolutely love that. So uh, we're gonna get into this poll. So uh, last week's poll results have come through, and the people have spoken. To the question, <laughs> with the recent acquisition of five gaming studios underneath the Microsoft Studios umbrella, like Undead Labs, Ninja Theory, etc., is it too early to tell if these acquisitions were smart business moves? The winner at 49% in a three-way poll is the no, it is not too early. These moves were smart for the future of Xbox. 
coming in at 28% and highly contested 28% was yes, it is too early. The games must show and prove first. And coming in at a razor third place, razor close at 23% was Phil Spencer has the studio Infinity Gauntlet group. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to over 400 lords who have voted on the segment. Uh, Lord Alex, what do you what do you think about this, man? What do you, what, what do you think about this poll? I think uh, I mean I, th I think I think it's definitely a sensible move because I mean one like one of the things obviously we still need to see what those studios will kick out right. It's one thing yeah. to sort of like name check and be like oh yeah we've got all these guys. We still need to mm -hmm. see what they're going to show us. But mm -hmm. seeing the stuff that they have done in the past and knowing that like Microsoft is an interesting place. We kind of spoke touched on like earlier how mm -hmm. it was all that time back around 360 like during the PS3 quiet period where like mm -hmm. Xbox was like super dominant right for a bit and mm -hmm. then sort of like whereas it's, it seems to have shifted like right now like PS4 is just killing it right now. Yeah, like, yeah, the moment, like yeah, I mean I, I I love my Xbox right you know. Like, I used to it used to be the console I was on pretty much all the time, and like mm -hmm. now I don't play it as much. Like especially mm -hmm. considering a lot of these are on PC, like I don't even turn it on that often. I had to mm -hmm. I had to update it the other day when I turned it on. That's how kind of like wow, it's been that long. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so that, and that's the thing. But, but but the crazy thing is like they've always, if you look kind of look at them, like Microsoft's always had this this sort of strange mentality where it's like, all right, you know, as so long as we've got Forza, Gears, and Halo, we're fine. Like nobody mm -hmm. can touch it. Like, it's like, Talk about yeah, it. Not anymore. It's like he's like, you know what? They're they're good games, but you can't hold on to just those three forever. Like people are gonna get bored. Thanks. And I mean, already, like, I mean, I I don't mind. Like, I don't mind some of the three four three Halos, but I know that people like still people aren't like Halos not kind of doing what people wanted to right now. Gears mm -hmm. of War, like, you know, I, I enjoyed the last one. It's fun to play through, but it's still like, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I don't know if it's like in its prime anymore. And like Forza, like, you know, Forza's Forza, right? It's great if you like Forza, but I don't really feel like Forza's a system seller. Like you, you like the player because you like I, it. That's yep. it. So. They need to have, and obviously, like you know, they might not necessarily. Have, like, they, they've got a few first-party studios. You know, they've got Rare that would kind of like see if these. Like, I'm so glad they put it out because obviously, you know, it's nice to see them working on new IP. It might not necessarily be like tracking the same way they want it to right now. Hopefully, it kind right. of grows up. But um, they just need they need more stuff that they can kind of say is theirs, right? And yes. I mean, they are some solid studios. I mean, Ninja Theory have done some amazing stuff. Ooh, that Hellblade, bro. Exactly right. I mean, that that was incredible. Some of the other stuff they've done as well. So if they can use that to sort of like bolster their sort of supposedly like their sort of like first party lineup, then mm -hmm. I think it's great. Like because they they need to do it, and they might be in a position where they're thinking, all right, you know what, we we might not necessarily have any like studios that we own that can kind of fill this void. So let's just bring some people in, mm -hmm. and then so I mean, yeah. So so business wise, it makes sense, but. Yeah, it's true that we do need to see that like now they've been acquired, what are they actually going to work on? Because it's you know if if it gets to the point where like next E3 they're like, oh yeah, by the way, all these names we've acquired, we still got them. We haven't got anything to show, but we still got them. It's like the best. That's not right. But if no, they're no, like, you're, oh, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah, you don't but if they're like, things. yo, Ninja Theory got this, then bam, like. That's no, cool. No, no, I agree. Shout out to Lord Ibantis entering the realm. Are you there, sir? What is going on, sir? What's up? We got the Nightfall soloist and the Monster Hunter in the build. Oh, man, this is going to be crazy. How you been, man? I'm doing good. Just listening, uh, watching one of the guys that let me uh, led me to do what I do as well. So, Eric, nice, shout out man. to you, man. How's Amazing going, man? content. I've been watching you for a long time. Like me, my little solo Nightfall videos that I do. Nothing compared to what you do, so it's pretty amazing. <laughs> no, 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 man. It's all, it's all the same. It's all the same. We're just uh, out here making videos. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Shout out to Ibantis jumping through, man. So this is a good one you jumped in for, Ibantis, because uh, we got Eric's in the building, and we're going to talk about the battle coming into 2019. We're going to get into these topics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the battle coming into 2019 of the Shared World Shooter. We've got Destiny 2. We've got Anthem. 
and the Division Two entering the realm next year. So I want to bring this off to uh, Lord Eric in the sense that, okay, what do you, who do you think survives in 2019? It's kind of start with the strengths and weaknesses, you know, what you see from each, you know, each game. So I'm going to bring it to you. What, what do you think about the battle coming in? Oh, Firstly, I'm going to need to hire some people to play some games for me because I'm not going to have enough time. <laughs> say that, right? But but no, I mean, it's it's it's, a, it's an interesting thing. I I feel like so I feel like Destiny is it stance well already because like even though Destiny right now might like you know um, might not necessarily be everyone's favorite topic. The point is like it's it sits quite well because the interesting thing about the placement for that is that like there'll be um, Forsaken will come out in December and then yeah. I mean sorry, December September, September and there'll be will come out in december right they'll be like that next expansion because they've got one of those ones listed for 2018 right so they'll they'll drop in december and then it probably won't be like till either end of march or april if they're sensible it'll be april right so right. in kind of in sort of in their way they can almost skip that window they can kind of come before with forsaken come before mm-hmm. with some dlc and mm-hmm. then where their game is winding down a little bit mm-hmm. um and they should use this they should use this as like a sensible thing they should be like all right you know what people are going to go for a few months and going to jump into division jump into anthem we can mm-hmm. use this time to work on what's next. So hopefully they, they're sensible with that and they drop the next thing, you know, around mm-hmm. like April, May, something like that. Um, so Destiny can almost almost sort of skip that mm. like, window, like the kind of the, the heavy competitive window. Right. Um, it is true that obviously for a lot of people that have stepped away from Destiny and are just like, why am I coming back to Destiny? Mm-hmm. They're going to be they're going to gravitate more towards things like Division and Anthem because they're going to be right. like, oh, this looks like the new hot thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at least for the people that like play um, Destiny and do want to sort of dip in and out, I feel like. Destiny is kind of positioned quite well. Um, mm-hmm. Division, Destiny, uh, Division, and Anthem—they're yeah. they're the ones going head to head. This is the interesting thing. So, like, right. Division has the advantage that, are like, it's it's already established to a certain degree. Um, there's two sides to it. Again, there are there's obviously Division went through like a rocky road. It started out really solid, went kind of downhill for a bit. Then they've since brought that back, and like where the game is at right, right now is a really good position. Really? It's almost like what we saw. Yeah, it's almost like what we mm. saw with. Um, destiny one right like they ended it yes. in a really solid place so mm-hmm. all the kind of like core division fans like you know what yep we're super ready for it they've seen division two uh, um e3 they're really excited for it like a lot of mm-hmm. people that stepped away from it are like oh i'm looking forward to coming back you know i've been doing mm-hmm. a few videos and people are like oh yeah i'm looking for like a chance to jump back in so because that's already a, like a known and the things mm-hmm. that they they've been quite clever about the way they've messaged it they've been like oh the the stuff that we know was a problem the first time we're going big on this so they've already said like mm-hmm. we built the game with end game first and then we've gone backwards so we already right. know. yeah them eight player raids man i couldn't believe that exactly right so yeah so so i mean that that's a massive thing right that's something that people are asking for like a long time so yeah. they don't name check that stuff and be like you know what our sequel has this right so mm-hmm. that means if you're if you're a consumer you're like all right i've got one game here which i know what it's all about i know what i'm going to get out of it and while it'll be like new experiences i still i can picture it and then you've got anthem right which is like super exciting like, i've had a chance to play it like really really cool but right now there's still a lot of questions right like yes. I, I mean you know and, and again we're, we're, we're quite away away from launch so like, I'm, mm-hmm. that doesn't worry me because at the end of the day it's like you know in the way that PRs reveal things and stuff, we can find out plenty more in that time. But at mm-hmm. least as it currently stands, like there's a lot of things we don't know about Anthem. Like we, it looks cool, it plays cool, the mm-hmm. surface level stuff is really really fun. But mm-hmm. for people that want to like you know have some dip into like, that sort of that genre, we right. still don't know what is going to keep us coming back to Anthem. Yeah. Back and what? How do you feel? I got to ask you this, Lord Ash. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about no PvP at launch for Anthem? Throw it in so, the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so for me i don't mind because i'm not really a pvp guy right like okay. I'll, 
I like I I will play PvP like um you know sometimes I'll play with like with, with friends and stuff and like I can jump in I can you know semi hold my own but I'm not like a top tier PvP player like PvE is what I do right it's mm-hmm. always been that been that way right I like mm-hmm. probably why I like Monster Hunter so much and even mm-hmm. like you know division and stuff like that I mess around the dark zone but I still um. Mm-hmm. It's, it's PVE is where I spend my time, so I, I don't yeah. really mind because I think to myself, that doesn't bother you. That doesn't affect you. No, and I, f- I feel like the kind of the, the experience they're trying to offer, like if they can if they can provide like an amazing world with like loads of like really cool activities, plenty of challenge, plenty of reasons to come back, then I don't think it will necessarily be a problem because they haven't like discounted that it can be a thing. They're just saying it's not launching with it, right? And, right. And if any, if anything, it kind of makes sense. Like if it's a brand new IP, if they can focus their efforts on making like a super solid, um, you know, PVE experience, and then later on they can look at like adding something in. That makes sense, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. Um, because mm-hmm. obviously, there's also the challenges I'm sure they've seen, like you know, the challenges when you kind of have these kind of games trying to balance PvE and PvP and the way that kind of works. So maybe it's something that maybe it's a battle they don't want to have. Maybe they're trying to lean more into mm-hmm. their strengths, like you know, Bioware are very good at like single player and narrative yeah, stuff, yeah, absolutely. Maybe absolutely. they realize that PvE, PvP might, and like, and also it makes it like I would, I would rather they launch with a solid PvE mm-hmm. than PvE and like a really bad PvP. No, absolutely, absolutely. You, ra- you don't want any type of, yeah, you don't want a mess or broken mm-hmm. product. I'd rather them take their time with it if it's if it's not ready. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that. That's understandable. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna swing back around here at, at the end of this topic because we'll get. I, I need the, the hard and fast prediction later. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll let you take on it, Lord Ebontis. Me and you have had this discussion on <laughs> last point. We we yep. talked about it during the dark ages of Destiny 2's launch. And uh, I'm very curious now. Things are kind of like panning themselves out. Destiny 2 is kind of maybe on upswing to some. And then you got Anthem that people are very excited about. And obviously Division, like Lord Eric said, I mean, it's just been so much improved. And they look like they're ready for war, like they learned from their mistakes. So what do you got, Ebontis? What, what are you feeling about these games? Oh, I mean, Eric said it pretty well already. I think the fact that I just put it in chat too, don't mm-hmm. be a jack of all trades kind of the way destiny is trying to be pve mm. and pvp don't and they can't figure out a way to balance both because if you have a game like anthem and i just got mm-hmm. done listening to something else about another game mm-hmm. um if you have those tiers where you can get weapons that are almost broken in a pvp setting you don't worry about breaking pvp if pve mm. can be this elite thing that you can go for and strive for and have those upper echelon pieces that would mm-hmm. break a pvp thing but you're not worried about that because you're working mm-hmm. on a story and a solo effort and things like that so mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Anthem has potential to do that. I think Division is in an amazing place. Mm-hmm. And I think Destiny has a chance. I I, I was going to say I couldn't have phrased it any better. I think you say it's going to miss it. I think that's actually right. It's going to do its September big launch. It's going to mm-hmm. have its December release. And then the two after that potentially will or won't. So you will have either one your people back or not. So I've got to figure it out. Nope. I just want to cut you and Eric to make up a good point. An interesting point about Destiny missing that window, right? Where, the, where those guys kind of go head to head next year. Don't you think, are you not concerned that um that may hurt Destiny because the player base now, if these games are good, because kind of happened when Division first came out. Remember when Division came out strong, y'all? Mm-hmm. Like, don't forget, like, Division took a lot <laughs> of Destiny's base. And I, everybody, me and King were fighting every week. You we wasn't fighting because I wasn't listening. I was out. We got, I got added as my witness. They was like, Destiny is dead. We're done with this game. <laughs> no, I didn't say it was dead. Y'all I was just dead. said, I prefer it. Back me oh, up. No, no, I, so, so it's not, I didn't say that technically. <laughs> Yeah, need to go back and read the transcript, guys. Just figure yeah, it out. Like, you can go and look at the videotape if you choose. I don't care. That guy didn't exist. 
what I'm trying to say is, I it, it, listen. In all essence, uh-huh. I prefer how the flow of the vision goes. No it's, it's just the, my preferred. Mm. It's very Rocky. grounded. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very grounded. So mm-hmm. I, I liked it. Like when when Lord Attic was saying that if they were spongy, uh, mm-hmm. the, I said okay. Um, if they have on armor and they're hiding behind stuff, I I like that. I like that Tom Clancy feel, and that's what it brought to me. So that mm-hmm. was my only thing. It's just I love um you know the um Destiny for the Halo feel. Okay. Like you know my son says it the best. He mm-hmm. says your game is called Destiny. My game is called Halo. Like mm-hmm. and and it's because he sees the traits from the companies mm. and the, the way the gun handles, the way the gun sways, the way the right. gun moves, it's right. destiny. So I got my destiny and it's halo and it's it's all wrapped mm. up into one that's fun. But when I want to get grounded, I'm going to mm. get grounded in this place. Shout and out to Lawson now, though. He said the only reason why you like division because you were New Yorker and they did New York. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And and that's a fact because when when I played oh, Division Two, yeah, this is true. When I played Division Two and uh, then DC, it looked like DC. So okay. when they, they they know how to do uh their locations very well. Mm-hmm. New York was done perfectly, like mm-hmm. a place where I got a hot dog from back in the day in front of uh, Madison, <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Garden was exquisite. It, Absolutely, it, it's there. It that's it. So mm-hmm. um. And I'm just jumping in there real quick. I yeah. will throw Anthem in the bushes because I don't need an Iron Man simulator. So <laughs> that, that can go in the bushes. Uh-huh. But those two games will always duke it out because mm-hmm. that's how they start. They're the titans of it. We have an unknown mm-hmm. variable in Anthem. With Anthem. Right? Okay. Yeah. But okay. It, it, yeah, in the established two, mm-hmm. I honestly believe the fight balls down to these two titans. Mm-hmm. And so you, you're knocking Anthem out. You think it's Division and, and Destiny. The, the reason why I'm I'm knocking it out is mm-hmm. because this is a simple fact. Mm-hmm. These two have got their lumps already, right? Mm-hmm. They've they already been knocked down by each other. Facts. And they went back and they fixed things. I played uh, Destiny's 2 Forsaken's mm-hmm. uh, uh, Gambit mode. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Woo! that thing is is, is liquid crack. Not the, it's I, liquid I, crack. Yeah, it's good, it's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, so now you have mm-hmm. the Division, and I played the Division 2. Mm-hmm. When I saw the video and Microsoft showed, I said, the game don't look like that. That's full. And then... um. <laughs> When I got a chance to play it that night, I said, mm-hmm. oh, it is exactly what they were showing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, oh, this is for real. Mm-hmm. Um, they they took their lumps. Mm-hmm. This is round two uh, in a giant fight. You got this up-and-coming fighter, and he doesn't have the foot movement or the hand speed as these other dudes, and he's going to get knocked out in round one, and he's coming from EA. So mm-hmm. that tells you a oh, lot. Oh, damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> let me get a little on Ibantis yeah. to send it up and then get sent it. I mean, send it <laughs> to get what you got to get sovereign in. So, Ibantis, I, I, I interrupt you on that point. So, oh, you know, yeah. about that window. So, yeah. So, okay. who's going to – so part of what Destiny does is it releases September. Biggest influx of Destiny players is always going to be its major release. Same as Taken King. Same every September release is going to be its biggest piece. Now, mm-hmm. the smaller expansions are going to be, you know, if you got the annual pass, you staying around, things like that. Some people will, some people won't. So September before and then September in 2019, it's got enough space. Also, don't forget Red Dead Redemption in, in end of October. That's mm-hmm. a factor you can't forget either that basically could wait for a while if... Um, Rockstar pulls a GTA online or something like that. So, I mean, that's going to be a factor as well. Mm -hmm. So, but I think in general, 
I think King's got a good point. Anthem is an unknown. We don't know, but also my worry about Anthem is how much in-game can there be? Division yeah, yeah, tried yeah. with in-game, and that's one thing that took him a little while to figure out, and they were stressing it for round two. Mm-hmm. Destiny has raids, which are great, but it's like, you know, depending on the grind of things. If Anthem is only PvE only, mm. without the PvP factor, just to have a balance of something else to do, what if you do get to that max and you have everything? How mm. much can it sustain? That so, was what a true game of 90 in the chat said. He is like, without PvP, he said it's dead. Longevity. People, yeah, some people might say I think I think it'll be like Destiny have its good release. I think it'll have an awesome December. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna definitely try Division Two as well, and I want to try them both. But as Eric said, I need copies of me to try and play all these games because I never have enough. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, there's not enough of me to go around to play anything. I finally stepped away, stopped recording, and I played God of War in Detroit, and it was fun to just sit down and play a game for just me because I don't do that that often. So I miss those moments. Mm-hmm. But man, March is gonna be rough. But I think. Yeah. I think the other two, I mean, Anthem has coolness. I just don't know how long it'll last. I still think it's the other two. Got you. Lord Addict, I'm curious. Uh, I think it's going to be between. I don't know. For some reason, I'm wanting, to, I'm wanting to put Anthem in the fight, but I don't I don't think Anthem's going to. I think. The Anthem you know, disrespect in it's here. Like that, it's Anthem disrespect. <laughs> like, you know, I'm a, I'm a PvP person. I like it. And the moment they told me there's not a PvP in it, I was just like, I don't know how I feel about that. I said the same thing about the division. And the division had a hard time going because it didn't have PvP. Like, regardless if you're a PvE person or a PvP person, mm-hmm. everyone can agree that once the PvE person have vacated the property because there ain't nothing to do PvE wise, mm-hmm. the people that are keeping those servers up is PvP, playing the trials, playing the mm-hmm. uh the the nine, playing all that. Those are the people coming back. The the glory mm-hmm. is yeah. probably trials surged the, PvP yeah. like crazy on that. Yeah. Glory of Crucible, trials that we know trials of the Osiris and trials of the nine. I mean, trials of the nine is not, not as good as Osiris, but we know that during destiny one's dark ages like you said lord addict you know that trials definitely kept the community going so i I would agree i would agree with that man and and i just feel like i know why and i don't know see and i feel like people my bit my issue with these kind of games is people don't see it as an anthem people don't see as a division they always refer to this as the destiny killer. Every game that comes out, it's like these games can't stand on their own. They have to be the destiny killer. And I see people like, well, I, you know, I like the gameplay I saw, but I just want to make sure it has a great story. I'm like, you're not going to get that on the first package you get. Like these games aren't designed to give you all the story in one experience. Like they're designed to do it for years to come. And, and people have the wrong, and people are like, well, it's Bioware. They'll do it. But where can't change the way these games are made? <laughs> <laughs> Your sinister going at you in the chat. He said you got too much of PvP. He out of control. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Lord Sovereign, the master of multiplayer cooperation. What helps that I don't play them that much is that I can look at it very you said that much. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you can't, you can't say he I played Destiny. The I played the Destiny 2. I was there. Like, every Destiny. I have to give him that. I was in a fire team. Game <laughs> while he exists. There's, there's no footage of it. It did not happen. <laughs> Continue. I, I think I have something on uploaded. I'll, I'll put you, that you have a unique take. So I want your take on this. My thinking is this I think what Destiny 2 has done with Forsaken and mm. what Division 2 is doing is that they're acknowledging that they made the mistake 
of not catering to the hardcore from the jump. Mm. They have to do that. So mm. my thinking is that I don't I don't eliminate Anthem from the equation because mm. my thinking is Bioware's looking at this. You're not mm. gonna put in, you're not gonna add another shared world shooter into the mix without looking at the mistakes of other games in that genre and trying to rectify them. So my thinking is that regardless of the fact there's no PvP, mm-hmm. they're gun- the grind mm-hmm. during PvE is gonna be something that hardcore fans of Destiny and Division are going to be drawn to destiny division mm-hmm. a monster hunter so my mm-hmm. thing is i think they i think they're coming ready with that mm-hmm. so how much of it there is i don't know and mm-hmm. obviously and, and and how how they integrate that into story to make it interesting for people to do like like destiny's doing now mm-hmm. um is going to be interesting how they do it but to me i mm-hmm. think at by the time these two games come out destiny has to be in a place where the hardcore are back facts and facts if, if not destiny's done if, mm-hmm. if Destiny is not giving people in September mm-hmm. exactly what they've always wanted from Destiny and an evolution from what they were doing in Destiny 1, mm-hmm. they're going to have problems. Because regardless to what, again, Division 2 is going to be bringing new things to the table. Anthem, like I said, I think they're going to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. So, I think I, I think the, the overlap and the people who are going to want to play all three of these games is going to is huge to me. But I mm-hmm. just think that if Destiny... Destiny is the is is like the is the point where everything kind of jumps off from, mm-hmm. right? If if Destiny is not where it needs to be, it's done. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. All right, I'm gonna bring it back to um Alex to uh, finish this thing off. Gun to your head, Lord Alex. <laughs> I know it's Ooh. early. I know this more. Is, uh... infor- I know more information has you know is gonna come out. You know we don't know what everything is gonna do out of these three. But yeah. Lord Alex. If a gun in your head at the end of 2019, who do you think stands alone? So here's an interesting thing as well. Like one of the one of the things I've been thinking slightly more recently, like as we've been sort of hearing more stuff about Anthem as well, is that mm. it's, it's also, while it exists in a very similar space, there's also a kind of chance that it might exist in a slight in a slightly different space, right? So like mm-hmm. here's the thing. So like Destiny and Division are one sense purposes very very similar right mm-hmm. anthem based on what we know so far right? obviously we you know they 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 say you know i had a chance to interview jonathan warner and stuff and he said that you know there's there's going to be right. stuff to do on a weekly basis there's going to be reasons to come back there's going to be things that those sort of signature things that basically make it a game that fits in this space mm-hmm. but at the same time obviously you know with with like bioware strength being like story one of the one of the two big things that these two games lack like division and destiny is obviously like really good ways of telling a story like this there's, there's story in destiny but you need to go digging for it right there's story mm-hmm. in division but you kind of need to go digging for it like i feel like it's almost like the anthem don't, could stand a chance to like to basically bring story and proper storytelling into mm-hmm. this kind of genre so there's a chance that's a good point they got casey hudson too who's, he's, he's yeah, there's, there's, aspect series. yeah so there's, there's a chance they can do something that the other two have never done before right mm-hmm. and then when i started thinking about this this way i was thinking to myself the other day all right so what if there's a chance that they're being slightly vague about Endgame because maybe they don't have the same Endgame that the other people do? And then I thought, all right, you know, so, so maybe if they don't, right, I'm gonna, I'm like, if I look at the whole experience, I could still see Anthem as a game that, like, I would jump in, I would play, yeah. I'll play through the story, I enjoy the story, I would level yeah. up before javelin, I'd do everything. And if I came to like an end after, say, like 100 hours, I'd be like, you know what? It's kind of cool, right? Because I've mm-hmm. had a, I've had a good experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't be the game that maybe it's necessarily always the game that kind of you come back to all the time. But if they then release like um, content updates in sort of like chunks or something, it mm-hmm. could be one of those games that maybe you complete, you kind of like quote unquote complete to mm-hmm. a certain degree, and then you kind of go on like a little break, and then you kind of come back. So maybe it is a game you check in and out, almost like what Monster Hunter's kind of doing with mm-hmm. like these monthly releases. 
So mm -hmm. maybe, maybe they actually end up targeting a similar genre, but a slightly different space, which would therefore allow them to exist alongside these things. Because then if imagine if it got to the point where you did your anthem stuff, like you kind of came back and you felt like you'd done everything, and mm -hmm. then you could pause and go and play Destiny or Division. Mm. And then the next, the next big thing comes out, and you're like, oh, let me let me check back in for Anthem because something's happening, right? So it's, mm -hmm. it's there's a chance that they might be doing something a little bit different. Um, so because of that difference, you're thinking that they can then coexist in that space. They won't be direct possibly, competition. So possibly, okay. it's, it's, it's possible because I feel I, I feel like, but, but again, this is based on like the way that they've spoken about stuff, about stuff right now. Like it could be that you know if, if in like two or three months time they just come out and they're like, here's our end game plan. And it actually lines perfectly up with Destiny. Then maybe there, mm. there might be a different story. But right. I'm kind of going based on the way we know of it right now. Right. Um, it's also important to kind of realize that, like, there's yeah, obviously there's the, there's kind of like the the people online that you know they'll they've already written it off because there's this, mm -hmm. this association with EA, right? Like mm -hmm. I kind of said before that like you know I, I I go into everything like for me I go into everything with like a, a super open mind. Like when Same. people say to me like, oh, why are you still playing Destiny? I'm like, you know what? I see every expansion as a chance to do something right. Um, nice. Because obviously, having worked in the industry, like I know things. I I know sometimes things going wrong aren't right. always in your control, uh, and sometimes you can try your best to fix it. Right. So, like, I realized that you know, like, despite what people were say, Bungie aren't out there trying to just like put their hand in your pocket and steal your money. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the evil Activision. That's what they yeah. say. They uh, say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's, it's like you know, I don't know what the reasons are, but I'm telling you out there, no developer wants to steal your money. Right. Let's just let's be clear. No one's trying to steal your money. Right. Yeah. They okay. That to the publisher. <laughs> yeah. Out, out there, some people are trying to like, yeah, surely, surely, like they've got so to make money, people... right? Some people low key like try to like psychologically manipulate you into mm -hmm. spending money, but they don't <laughs> I mean, try to steal money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean, no, it's it's definitely true. There are some practices that obviously do encourage like, kind of the purchase of stuff, and yeah, you know, and and at the end of the day, it is still a business, right? So like businesses need to make money. So like you know, at the end of the day, some of them aren't the best practices. But the point is, right? Mm -hmm. There are people out there that have already written off a game they don't know about just because they see the EA symbol, right? And I'm like, that to me is like a you know, it's like you need to see everything as a separate you know, uh, like mm -hmm. a separate entity. That's why I'm going to go into it with that mindset anyway. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I feel like there's a good chance that it can exist alongside them based on what we've we've heard so far, and then yeah, it will sort of be a duke out between like Destiny mm -hmm. and Division. But again, because of their release time, it's almost mm -hmm. like when Destiny like slows down, Division will speed up, and then Division will obviously hit a part time where it slows down. And that's probably mm -hmm. when the Destiny update will come out, and hopefully, if that works, mm -hmm. they can actually almost end up coexisting. In but that's place. not the question, Lord. I'm putting pressure on you. I know you cover these games. I um, know you like these games. And we all love them. It's just a fun thing. It's not like, um, you know, definitely this is going to happen. Just your, your gut feeling. Who do you think stands tall as the definitive game, the game that holds the player base, the game that kind of, you know, retains throughout 2019? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Yes. <laughs> I'm not trying to mess up any sponsorships or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just want your gut feeling. Just you know, what do you, what do you think? What do you think might happen? From, from what you know, right? Okay. Now. From what you know, right? Division, now. All right. So division, because division, like it comes out Woo! and it's got an entire year of free content. Mm. No questions asked. Yeah, that's true. You can, you can like, even if the game goes badly, you can still come back and you don't have to pay a penny and you're there for a year. Mm, and, that's and huge. Then, and then that's the Ubisoft thing. Ubisoft, uh, over their past few games, they've showed that they have a dedication to their games like mm. no one else. Mm. Yeah. So, I, so I got you. I got, I got, I got Eric's answer off with Division in 2019. It's the steady. I, I'm going to shoot a chair. I, I'm. That's all. Are you, are you doubling down? Yeah, I'm doubling down. I would Woo! say. I mean, so Aries got the, okay. We got two in the vision. Lordy Bontis is dead. Let, let's get Lord Attic. I, I just get Attic now because I hear you chopping the bit, Attic. 
I'm gonna say anthem. What? Wow. Oh, shut up. You're just joking around. No, no. I really <laughs> watch up, watch up, watch up. I'll throw that in a bush. Right now, right now, we don't know what Division Two is going to bring us. Uh, mm-hmm. As of right now, to me. You know, what is as of right now? That is, that Destiny's kind of dead. Uh, oh, wow. From mm-hmm. here till September, at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know what September is going to bring us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could tell me all they want, but then they can uh, literally show me like, oh, here's the, here's the gold candies. And then it's <laughs> like, when you get it, it's like, but they're rotten on the bottom, of them, but they're gold on the top. Like, <laughs> so you don't, you're, you're thing, at that point, you don't trust them. You, it's it's like like that, it's not, he didn't get a chance to touch. It's I know, like I that I don't trust them. It's just like, I was so disgusted with the raid legs. Like, I got to see the raids. Like, yeah. that's yeah, the thing. So, so we'll, right we'll see, now, we'll see your that. destiny trust is not there, and you're hype for Division. You you were the one that did message me from when I when I was at E3, and you said, yo, Division got raids and whatever, whatever. And then, now, Anthem, I never heard you really talk about. So you, you got Anthem. I just, I'm saying Anthem because, first off, it's going to come out after all these games will probably be off their peak. Mm-hmm. You said 2019. Yeah, that's so true. by the end of 2019, 19. the game people have been playing the most at that time is going to be Anthem. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, look, uh, you know, the division's probably going to come out at the beginning. What doesn't it at the beginning of 2019? Uh, I forgot my dates off top, Eric. So you might be able to help me. With that. Uh, <laughs> what is it? February 22nd, isn't it? Like, is it, doesn't it come out that day that everything comes out? I think uh, so. I it's There's like a murderous row day with like four days. I think, it's, I think it's March, yeah. Yeah, maybe but, March. Yeah, you know, you got that time between March, 15th. March fifteenth. You got yeah. that time. Okay. that time between March. Mm-hmm. See, when a game first debuts, mm-hmm. especially Anthem, it's going off of Bioware, going off mm-hmm. the uh, you know, the age of, um, the age games, going off of uh, you know, the Mass Effect games. Mm-hmm. People expect a huge story out of it. We don't know if that's gonna happen. Uh, you see the uh, they're so really the chat, got the country chat is saying division March 15th Anthem February 20th say Anthem is the one that's coming out on those multiple game release date mm. so that's that's the one so I'm sorry continue at it I just think I think Anthem man like wow. I think like you know to me it's gonna be the uh, to, it's, to me it's gonna be destiny but I think Anthem's mm. gonna get a better reception next year mm. be for 2019 I, I okay the Anthem thing as well just because it's the new thing that I think that people want to succeed and like Eric said mm. like mm-hmm. they have an opportunity to come in and elevate the shared world shooter with, right. you know, with, with a different approach to storytelling, maybe yeah. a different approach to That's the grind, like something That's different. That's a lot. A lot of people I see say that Anthem looks like the game they wanted Destiny to be. I do see that comment a lot for the narrative guys. Yeah, I do. I I could have swore Anthem came out before after, but you know, mm-hmm. it's still before. It's still I'm still holding that. Like, okay. At the well, end this is of the good. It's gonna be good to go back to this episode. Day, people are going to mm-hmm. gravitate towards the newer stuff than the stuff mm-hmm. that's been rehashed. Gotcha. Uh, and especially what the the kind of feeling that the game has when you see it. Like, I I've mm-hmm. been the first person to be like, I don't know about Anthem, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of hype behind this game. Especially mm-hmm. if they focus on entirely PVE mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. give you like like the definitive edition of mm-hmm. raids and stuff because they're only focusing on stuff like that mm-hmm. like i might go to anthem if there's like fire raids it, like mm-hmm. raids on steroids because that's the okay. only thing they're doing is those okay but fair i don't enough. even think they've announced any kind of they haven't announced any, 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 so. yet, but i see where you're going 
Lord Ebontis, I need you, man. What's good? I'm here. Please set the record straight. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me not bias you. Wow. Good yeah, I was like biased because we literally do a two-hour-long discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we do Flashpoint and just and, happens uh, to be Destiny too. No, <laughs> okay, so here's my piece. Let's go. Destiny, I think we're going to know fairly early on from Forsaken. Mm, if it's going to make it that far. So, concept <laughs> No, even make it. No, and that's what, if it does it well, I really I like low key. Because yeah. year six of Destiny would be September, then you have hype before end of 2019. So, you would have another year of what is the ticket? <laughs> Oh, you looking at the tickets? <laughs> I mean, you put them up to the camera. What else? Yeah, you hold them up to the camera. I'm like, and you but, uh, up on my I mean, screen. Okay. <laughs> like, would you guys? Would you guys say it's a fair assumption to say if they dropped the ball in Forsaken, they're in a bad place? Yeah, well, they I, I will totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I, I hope they don't, man, because I love that game. Every time I play it, I enjoy yeah. it. But I'm just like, they can't. They cannot drop the ball in Forsaken. They need to yeah. hit that ball yeah. out of the park. I, mean, I, think, I think Eric's had a pretty a really good point that Anthem could be something different because the PvE, the PvP, it's really a looter shooter to a point. But mm -hmm. if they lean a little more into a Bioware RPG story element situation, mm -hmm. I would love to see that have a separate piece where you could even bounce between one or two of them. If you're Destiny or Division, mm -hmm. you could also be one of those and Anthem. Have a way yeah. to go between both. I think it's probably also kind of worth considering as well that like on initial sales, I reckon like Anthem will be the big one out the, out the door because mm. we, although although you get like a lot of people online that kind of that all like share their voice and like you know say say things they what they do and they don't like. Ultimately, mm -hmm. that's kind of like the vocal minority, right? So like that the, is true. The, the, the wider the kind of casual audience, the ones that sort of bought Destiny two on day one and then like haven't sort of since played, like those mm -hmm. kind of people there, they will buy Anthem because to them Anthem is the new thing, the shiny thing. Mm -hmm. they, it just yep. looks really cool. They're gonna buy it, right? Whereas to them, they've mm -hmm. seen Division before, they've seen Destiny before. So mm -hmm. on, on that's a good point. Yeah. You know, on an initial appeal, Anthem is going to smash it out of the park, right? But mm. obviously, with regards to like which whether whether it you know by the end of 2019, it's still um, the one that people are playing. You know that mm. might still be the difference between like and division and. And let's mm. be real here. People are going to refer this as it's that game with the Iron Man suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. Like, Anthem has the aesthetic. That's going like, to register. Everybody yeah. wants to be Iron Man. So <laughs> you fun. don't say that, loser. Finish your boxes. I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, I mean, that pretty much is it. It's like I'm. It's like I love Destiny. I like all three of these games. The leveling up in one to thirty in Division was amazing. Like the mm -hmm. end game raids in Destiny are awesome. Mm -hmm. If Anthem has its separate piece from that, there's just enough of me that I want to play all of them. I wish there was. So mm -hmm. by the end of it, it's like I think Destiny is gonna know its answer by September. If it doesn't hold through, I think mm -hmm. Anthem's newness could honestly set out. Okay. I think the average player that plays these genres will play two of these, not all three. Yeah. yeah, Lord King, gun to your head. I need that answer, man. You don't need to put a gun in my head. My, my, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you straight up, y'all are thinking that this anthem is gonna be the second coming of Diablo. It's not okay. <laughs> so y'all could just cut out the looter shooter. I'm gonna get the new clothes. It's so anthem is in the bushes for you. So anthem's gonna, winning. Gotcha. Please. <laughs> You're going to get a bunch of people, mm -hmm. like you said, the casual guys, that's mm -hmm. going to get this game, finish it in five hours, and throw it in the bushes. <laughs> oh, my it's God. going in the bushes. <laughs> now, I so you got the matchup, Division I, and Destiny, then. Right. And if, and I'm going to tell you this. I mean, Division, as much as I love you, is near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. 
Destiny's gonna smash you. <laughs> okay, it's gonna smash you in the mouth, and this is why it's gonna smash you in the mouth. I played that Forsaken, right? And I've played that PvP, a PVE aspect of it, and you jumping through that portal. There's nothing like jumping through that portal red and handling your business. Like, you get your... I single-handedly wrecked that other squad. Like, mm -hmm. single-handedly, because it, it was three rounds that you had to go through if they can make it to the second round. I, you're not making it to the second round. I squashed them, and I got them out of They were showing my gameplay up there because we do this Destiny stuff for real. The, the, the fast aspect of the action... And Destiny is is a lot faster than Division, where it's a cover-based shooter. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's that sometimes off puts people. Mm -hmm. All right, cover-based shooter, methodically moving, uh, mm -hmm. send your guy to flank him. You know that Fair kind of you. stuff is different. All right, it slows mm -hmm. down the pace, and you can push it faster if you try. Mm -hmm. Destiny has that magic mm -hmm. when done correctly. When you are storm caller and you're mm -hmm. disappearing in between and you're blowing up in the middle, listen, mm -hmm. they told you that they're prisoner elders, you're going to fill back up that prisoner elders type of thing. They mm -hmm. told you that they're fixing the raids. If a champion gets knocked down, what mm -hmm. does the champion do Woo! when he gets up? This up. champion is coming and he's bringing that fire. All right, you got you have raids. That you are dying for. Listen, they have a they have the ace in the hole. Mm -hmm. If they ever say mm -hmm. that they have a, a old raid like a Crota raid remastered, you know, like a Volta Glass. Do you do you understand what it sounds like when they say Volta Glass remastered? How many people's <laughs> coming back in? Like when in doubt, they have a nuclear weapon that they can drop at any time, and they mm -hmm. know this, and they're holding it. Mm -hmm. But so, I highly doubt they would ever do that. I don't. I don't. I, I won't. I won't put it past a losing champion mm -hmm. to throw that haymaker and knock you out cold. How would they? <laughs> so, like, how would you? I'm, so, King, I want. Let me say one thing to you on this, and this is right. me coming from somebody who loves Destiny. They, if they have those aces in the hole, and they're really, really feeling confident. I don't think they would have dropped the story bomb they did at E3. That was a marketing ploy, and I wish they wouldn't have done that because if I would have mm -hmm. played Eat the Story in Destiny and one mission one and or two, whatever that happens, yeah. and seeing that happens, my mind would have been exploded. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I wish that would have not been shown. And if they feel they had to do that, mm -hmm. they feel they have to still push. They, so they while got it's heat like on their neck, I know. They got heat. Yeah. So I was mm -hmm. like, that's just one of those things. It's no, like, no. Yo, Ebontis, you know I actually really listen to every Flashpoint. I actually watch every Flashpoint. <laughs> and I know you're feeling on it, all right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I want you to understand. Mm -hmm. Lord Cognito is going to tell you. I mean, mm -hmm. when I walked away from Destiny, I walked away from Destiny, and I was doing other things. I'm mm -hmm. PUBG to the death. Nice. Shout out. That's what's up. Listen to me when I'm telling you that Forsaken is coming, and when it hits, it's going mm. to hit, and it's going to reverberate. If you look at the content on Xbox right now, mm -hmm. uh, Destiny is number eight. Yeah, That's without right Forsaken. In the dead period. Destiny okay. is number eight on the most played games list on Xbox Live. That's I'm just a saying, big deal. when That's it drops, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hold weight. And mm -hmm. you got these other games that's coming out. I I, I don't want to take anything away from Anthem. Mm -hmm. 
But I'm telling you, you did say try hard. In the bushes. You did say don't. You know, yeah, I'm throwing it. I'm throwing it straight in the bushes. It has three things going against it. EA. All right, that's that's one. All right, all right. So the confidence in EA, I have absolutely zero. Right. And he's not alone. Though a lot of a lot, a lot of people feel that way. in the industry are yeah. feeling EA at the moment. Yeah. Right. All right. The whole PVP. No PVP here. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. and then how much content can you put in a one-player game without burning through it? But he did say four. I mean, it's four-player drop-in, drop-out. I mean, we did. Oh say yeah, that's that's play. nice. Yeah, I can yeah. join your, your world. <laughs> that's cute. I mean, that's real cute. But I'm essentially, you, Division and Destiny do the same thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, but they do the same thing, and they have other stuff that can hold your time but we and, and in fairness need, to anthem we don't know as of right now we just don't know it we just don't yeah, know. They, we don't know that they don't yeah. have pvp because they said it <laughs> <laughs> listen destiny listen i done dragged this out i done pulled it out okay. and i'm telling you destiny all right well hands me, down destiny. kill this topic man all right <laughs> i think Everyone is on fire right now. Lord Eric's is on fire. Bond, everyone, even Attic. I understand where he's coming from, man. Sorry. What does that mean? Even Attic. Even you with your wildness. <laughs> even I you. I agree bus. with. There's some bus tracks on your back here. <laughs> I'm break it down. Like the way I look at it is, you know, the strengths of each. You know what I'm saying? And I'll start with the least person who I think. I, I'm worried about Anthem in one stack. I think that people for, King is nailing a lot of points. The thing I'm worried about, Anthem, y'all, is the release date. And shout out to the chat because people acting like Days Gone, Exodus, and these other games, they're all dropping crack. I mean, I know people laugh at Crackdown, but four games are dropping that, that, that release date. That's insane. And we've all seen EA make tactical errors. Another when big it thing comes to release dates. Is it's looking Remember like exclusives. The Titanfall 2 <laughs> Battlefield, y'all not y'all not paying attention. I'm it, saying, I'm like, if then, they don't move as of right now, if they stay on that date, that's a problem. Slaughtered. And another day thing that you have to look at is mm-hmm. this is a multi-plat. Well, that day, two exclusives from two different from two different things. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like I, they have to move that date, but knowing EA, I'm concerned that they will stay stubborn and they've already delayed the game. Once already, Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Didn't Anthem already get delayed once? Well, they didn't, they didn't actually like officially announce the date. Like they kind of announced like a, they were sort of like a rough window. But I think until they, to they officially right. announce the date and then push it back, it hasn't right. technically been delayed. Mm-hmm. Right. So the game, no, I mean, this is no disrespect on the game. The game looks great. I think it was saying? delayed internally, though. I don't and, think it was maybe. maybe internally. Yeah. So it's like I and I want the game to succeed. Like Casey Hudson's my dude from Mass Effect. Like I want this game to succeed. The four player looked dope. Shout out with me and um, like I said, uh, Sam told me that at the EA play, we got a chance to see. I know Alex, you got a chance to see that demo. Mm-hmm. It looked great. I like the verticality. I like going under the water. The javelins look cool. Look, shout out to Alex. Watch his videos. He's got great videos on the on the Alex. I mean the uh, javelins that we know so far. So I'm hoping. I'm just worried about that release, y'all. And no PVP, mm-hmm. like King said. That's the thing. Division for me. As a Destiny fan, is who I'm scared of. Right? I'm nervous. I'm like, you dudes, they coming. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they like, like Lord Eric said, like they, they took everything the community said. They built it back up. They even added a dedicated PvP mode as well as Dark Zone. Correct? Or no? Am I wrong on that? 
Uh, I mean, that was number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, in part one, in part one. Yeah. So, you know, now we're talking eight-player raids. You're talking, you know, all this stuff. And, and I think eight-player raids are a little bit overkill, to be honest. True, but at least Sometimes Aiden got I had it. a hard time finding six. At, hey, on Aiden got it. You know what I'm I can't hey. imagine having to, like, okay, we, we got four. We need two more. Okay, let me look. <laughs> now it's going to be like, okay, we got four. We need four more. Like, uh, listen, I got to wrong about the fact 40 that they have something – you know, another yeah. four that you can do is pretty impressive, right? They still mm -hmm. got the dog zone. People love the dog zone. And one thing mm -hmm. that the division does well, shout out to Lord Kaibatsu, is for the people who love hard, more hardcore MMO sensibilities with mid-maxing and gear sets, and you watch them Eric's videos, he's be killing it with the gear set. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that is something Destiny doesn't do. People complain, like Ivantis, you, you know how we complain about armor and things mm -hmm. the way they are. Armor is empty right now. There's it's five inches in my inventory that does nothing, and I hate that. That like yeah. division has sentiments that change the game based on the build and all that stuff. So they're coming, as far as I'm concerned. I'm definitely nervous. The thing that I only feel that I I think hurts them, and you, I may, you guys may disagree, is I feel because it's so based on realism and you have the human element, right? And there's no, like Destiny has magic and mysticism. Like Division, you're shooting a guy in a hoodie a lot of time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not, you're not wrong. Right, so, so for some, you know, for the tactical guys, they're cool. But for some people, it may take them out of the element. And I guess that was my little thing with them sometimes. Like even if maybe if they added zombies, something, you know, just to kind of, you know, make it feel like why I'm shooting this guy in the hoodie 35,000 times and they don't feel spongy. I just want to see how they address that. That's my only weakness. And with Destiny, obviously I'm biased. Yes, Destiny's in a very bad place when it started. You know what I'm saying? It's been improving. Watch them damn flashpoints with my boy Ubuntis with me <laughs> ever since. But the thing is this. Right now, with Warmind alone, people are just loving those improvements. And like King said, look where it's at as far as most games played. People, they're starting to understand why the hell people like the game in the beginning, the hardcore, the grind. You know, that's what Destiny guys like and, and good rewards. You know what I'm saying? Like these catalysts and stuff like that. I will agree with, with um, Addict, though. If Forsaken bombs, it's over. It doesn't even matter. Like if Forsaken bombs... I have from good authority, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Bontis, you know, and a lot of the content creators from the Destiny community that went to the community summit, they know of things that I, we, I can't say in the, you know, it's NDA, we can't talk about it. But at the end of the day, it is, it sounds amazing. You know what I'm saying? And from what I touched at E3 with Gambit and Alex, I know you touched Gambit. What did you feel mm -hmm. about Gambit? I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, it was really good. I thought Gambit was something unique. Okay, you know, I'm a just looking forward to oh. going through that portal and Throwing down another bomb on people. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think Destiny is in a strong position if Forsaken delivers. I think they got it. I still it's not like it's going to deliver, but I'm mm -hmm. not going We've to. We've been burned. We've been burned. And I get it. I, I I totally get it. We've all been burned. We felt, why did this thing come out the way it did? You know what I'm saying? And of course, I'm biased. I'm taking nothing away from Division. I'm taking Anthem could be phenomenal as well. I'm not taking anything. This is what my gut is telling me. Because no, in the dark is. days with Ibantis, I'd be honest, I didn't even think Destiny 2 would get to where it is now where people are playing it. It was bad, man. People were laughing at me in the bunches. Why are you doing a Destiny 2 you know, thing now? Like, you know, when the thing was dead. But that, that's what I got, man. That, that's what I got. I the question is, is it strong enough to carry over 
Yeah, that's going to be all the way point. to February and March. That's a good point. And the reason why I have confidence, Sovereign, I, you make a fantastic point. The reason why I have confidence is because since then, not only has Bungie been supremely transparent, not only do we get updates every month, they've even changed down the, the structure. The only argument that kills what I'm saying is what Arix is saying is that Division's coming with them free updates. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. That's not to be understated. You know what I mean? Having free content, woo, that's something that's the look, look at Monster World. <laughs> yeah, that's something yeah. that's not good. But that's what I got all the time. This is fantastic. That was pretty much CatCon spirit. <laughs> <laughs> look, man, we're going over a little bit, so I want to check in. I know, Bontis, you got to run, I'm assuming, right? I know you got to run real quick. And then, um, Eric, do we got you? Because I know we got you a little long, man, and I want to hold you up, too. What, how you doing oh. over there? I'm good for like another sort of like 15, 20 minutes or like that. Okay, cool, cool. So we'll blaze through the, the topic with the crossovers. Um, Salva, are you okay with us holding on to Yeti? Yeah, I, I, honestly, I honestly, it it didn't really fit for, for okay. the people we have on cool. today, but I do want to relate one thing back to actually Anthem Destiny. Go and, for it, and, go for it. Let's and Division 2, right? And mm -hmm. not necessarily with Yeti, but with everything that's going on with like, Microsoft looking to open up their walled garden more, right? Like mm -hmm. cross play with Nintendo, mm -hmm. Minecraft, like mm -hmm. Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Do you think any of these games, Anthem, Division 2, and Destiny, obviously it doesn't apply. None of these apply to Switch. But yeah. do you think any of these games further that discussion? Instead <laughs> <Shut> of <up>, King. <laughs> do you think any of these games further that discussion about Mm. PlayStation jumping into this crossplay thing, being pushed into it. Do you mm. think I think if there's any game doing, it's going to be Fortnite. Nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah. Just because no, of nothing else. else. Yeah, I don't. Nothing know, else is going to put pressure on on any party to get that done, but Fortnite. I think it's. I don't think it's this gen. I, I, if it's to happen, I mean, it, it got to be Fortnite. I think the cross progression. I think they're going to cave on that eventually, yeah. but the crossplay. Yeah, I don't see it. They just, I mean, they're the market leader. They have a dominant position. There's no reason, and even though it's anti-consumer, yes, of course, you know what I'm saying? But there's no reason for them to do it. That's just my gut. I don't know what anybody else is thinking, but we're going to move on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everyone's got that. Lord Attic, man, you got a fun one. Let's let's book in this uh, last topic with uh, so, crossovers, man. I so actually made this this topic uh, for you, A-Rox. Um, so okay. with the, uh, cr the crossover from, we were talking about earlier, the Monster Hunter and, and Final Fantasy, uh, you don't see this a whole lot in the industry at all. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually, most that's kind of like with the whole Sony thing. It's like you're kind of my competitors, so why are we cross uh, cross marketing <laughs> our games like that? Mm -hmm. But with that happening, uh, what is another game that you would like to see a crossover of? Of mm -hmm. two different games, it could be anything. It could even the only thing I would speculate is keep it. Don't crossover consoles because mm -hmm. that will never happen like yeah. third party stuff that is a in any realm that is a possibility but like sony like master chief's never gonna be in like battle royale <laughs> <laughs> i mean having said that <laughs> uh oh i don't know i never seen I mean, that. i mean like i'm kind of i would love to see like a load of so, so smash brothers one of my favorite one of my favorite series Woo! Good, yeah imagine that right imagine if they did actually do this in light of, in light of like let's just say right nintendo went to went to microsoft and like you know what since we're doing this crossplay thing how would you like to take one of your microsoft characters and throw it into smash brothers give me like a master chief in smash Bros. because like because no. the crazy thing is right i mean like obviously we've had although it's you know it's not strictly i mean uh you look at like um metal gear solid has been like nintendo platforms before but obviously we've got snake 
in mm-hmm. Smash Brothers. We've got um, Pac-Man showed up, uh, Sonic showed up. Of course, like for a while, Sega and Nintendo used to be like head-to-head, like Microsoft mm-hmm. and uh, Sony were. So like that's not that's not too too crazy. But I mean, imagine if they did that and they actually went to like everyone, right? And if they did this as this kind of <laughs> this attempt to be like a big peace party, right? Like, go to mm-hmm. go to Microsoft, like hey, give us one of your characters. Go to Sony, hey, give us one of your characters. And suddenly, like Nintendo is like Smash Brothers has like the big you can do the big those big battles. That would be that would be crazy. You know what would be cool? What's that? Is if okay, first off, I'm gonna say this right now. Mm-hmm. If any kind of Super Smash Brothers type game is ever made for the other platforms, they're gonna have to outsource that to Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be cool if like right now, yeah. I think it would be more of a possibility between Sony, uh not Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo because they have a better mm-hmm. relationship at the moment. Mm-hmm. But uh I would like it would be cool if like Nintendo made a a, a Super Smash Brothers for PlayStation uh, for Xbox with all the Xbox characters. Yeah, and then there was a cross play between their Super Smash Brothers and our Super <laughs> Smash Brothers that you yeah. could only use uh, people from that game to that game. It, you can't use any of the other ones from the other games. That'd be mm. funny. So you can then actually have like your con- your console battles like Xbox versus Nintendo. Yeah, that kind of be interesting. Yeah, man, this is a fun topic. I mean. For me, it's like I think the crossover thing is just it's just a cool thing. I look at a game like like Tekken Seven, mm. and I think what Namco, Bandai, and these guys, Harada and these guys, I think they got it down because I'll never forget my face when I saw Akuma jump in that screen. And not only did he <laughs> yeah. jump in, they were like he's canon, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. in the story. So I'm like, wow. Then you know, since then it's been you know Geese Howard from Fatal Fury and knock this from final fantasy 15 and i'm just like wow like and, and it doesn't feel like sometimes people do guest characters but i they feel like they're from the witcher man that was crazy they, they got guest dude namco is killing and, and then lord eric you gotta back me up on this man jump mm-hmm. force bro yes yeah. bro that <laughs> game people, is so good people what? are sitting there like Ichigo's not it. I was like, you guys are idiots if you think Shonen jumps up putting Ichigo in a game. Like, <laughs> although, although it's, it's interesting because they've actually said since then that like um, one of the characters they showed in the trailer, obviously like um, what's his name, Light and he's not playable. He's not playable. Yeah. So like he's not. So so everyone kind of saw that at the end of the trailer. They're like, oh cool. So the fact that we've seen what? characters from Death Note, surely that means there's gonna be a ton more. But the fact they've said that they'll be in the story, but you won't play as them. It could it could potentially limit the roster. I, ca- I, I kind of feel like that was like like in a low key false advertising. Like you're showing these characters fight each other, and you show Light Yagami and Ryu just randomly like, yo, you can't use them though. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like someone needs to make a montage, right? Because I feel like to a certain degree, right? This E3 was also like the year of the bait because they were like yes. there were a few things. Yeah. Yeah, they dropped that trailer that looked like it was gonna be skate and it wasn't skate. They yes. dropped that Gears of War trailer when it was actually Funko Pops. Obviously they yes. it with the real one. <laughs> yeah. right? We got like we got the the light thing. I, I think there was something else as well. There was something else that came in. Mm-hmm. There were like four or five like four or five different things. It was just like wait what? Oh <laughs> how are you gonna do me like this man? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. No doubt man. Lord Saw man what do you feel about guest characters of video games and that whole uh, I mean, it's it it always it's great because it shakes you know shakes up the formula of that game you know and, and mm-hmm. lets you know that people are willing to do silly stuff with their with their uh with their properties you know like mm-hmm. Killer Instinct on on Xbox and you know, they had uh, one of the battle toads in there they had they get one point was it Killer Instinct they had the female Master Chief or was that Dead or Alive in the, in the in the female, there's a female Master Chief there's wow. a female Spartan it was a female really? Spartan I didn't even know that. 
Um, so that stuff is fun, man. I love to see that. Like we were talking with Lord Foggy last last week. I would love to see like you know mm-hmm. like Halo vehicles and stuff. I would love. Oh, yeah, to see yeah. Martin. We're trying to make them blow the budget. Yeah, up no. <laughs> <laughs> Guest characters and lightsabers. Like, the warthog. Like imagine, imagine like if you have a juggernaut coming at you in State of Decay, and you and you, <laughs> and you walk out and you walk out of your house in like a, a Mjolnir armor or something like that, and take them. <laughs> You know, stuff like that is just cool. It's fun. Hopefully. So, like, uh, you know, and and I think what it does is it introduces it, it introduces characters from that property into another property that maybe yes. doesn't have the crossover in fandom. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. if be invested in a different type of game that they normally wouldn't be. So, yeah, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, shout out to Zero. He said General Ram was in Killer Instinct too. Yeah, that's right. And my next thing is, what do you guys think is the best crossover you've seen? Oh, for me, it's Tekken Seven. I'm just I'm just going. There. I'm sorry. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a Tekken head. I've never seen that before. I know you guys are the anime guys. I know Jump Force probably got it for you guys and all this. I but I've never seen that. Like just to see those historic franchises. We know they kind of messed with the the you know the Street Fighter versus Tekken, you know what I'm saying? And and but it was really not canon. I think the fact that Tekken 7 said this is canon, he killed this person and yeah, I was like, what and it, it he looked like he fit. Like I that's think- nothing. Some characters they don't, you know, it's just like, okay, we're throwing them in. Like he looked like he fit, man. I, the fighting community went crazy. I'll never forget that day when I saw Akuma. I, the fighting, even the Street Fighter guys were like, "Yo, I am picking mm. up Tekken." Like that is, it's on now. Like so, that was for me. That, that, that I think it. the best one is Kingdom Hearts by far. Like, oh, yeah. like you know, when it comes mm-hmm. to a lot of these games, have crossover stuff splash in them. Mm-hmm. But Kingdom Hearts was built from the like the core to be a crossover. Yeah. <laughs> No I think I think uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was, you know, it, it, that's something you just didn't expect to see. I would love to have seen people die in it, but you know that wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, old school and King King will know this. Like, remember Fighters Mega Mix from the Sega Saturn back in the wow, day? They had everybody and their mother was in that game. <laughs> everybody <laughs> from Sega Stable was in that game. You even had a playable car from like um from like for, from Sega Rally or something like that. Yeah, they're the car. Yeah. <laughs> what What I would like to see is uh, kart racing with really? all the major characters. Like you have uh, Sonic versus Crash Bandicoot versus <laughs> Mario. Mm-hmm. You know, cool. uh, I want to yeah. see Ethan with a gravity hammer. And and I actually would like to use my Switch. So <laughs> like we can actually put them all like Kratos versus mm-hmm. Master Chief, and you know, like you know stuff like that. Oh, I oh, like car racing stuff. type of games. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I was I could I could see it happen in a car racing type of world. Like mm-hmm. they get all warped out. You can have a nice little story around it. Like mm-hmm. Eggman gets together yeah. with Atriox and you know forms this big ass machine and mm-hmm. starts sucking people that H- in. You know. And then Atriox kills Eggman. Be like, this is. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people putting some good suggestions in the chat, man. So Cal, a lot of people. Good, good stuff. It's a good topic, man. Let's get yeah, the uh yeah. if anybody got anything else on the characters, let's get the poll and get the outro so we can get a lot of out of here, man. I think but, Guardian uh, Monster, Monster Hunter's probably just like king on like on, on a lot of their crossovers. They've done so many yes. in their like history. I mean, like there's just like you know, in some of them they never made it out of Japan because obviously like IP restrictions and stuff, but they've had like crossovers with like manga and anime, they've had crossovers with like um actually like brands they had like uniqlo crossovers so you could just get like clothes from there like in game they've had like the ones from like shonen jump they've had like game crossovers so there's obviously like zelda mm-hmm. um yeah. mario yes. uh yes. metro things like that so they've, they've just had so many they just they just grabbed them left right and center so it's uh yeah. they're, they're definitely uh super good and also like 
another like crossover fighter that I, I missed. There was obviously only ever one of them. But do you remember Tatsumoko versus Capcom? Oh, yeah. don't you do that. So don't you do that, Lord Eric. That's my best. That was so good. G-Force? Oh, G-Force. my God. He's talking G-Force. about that. Yeah. Yeah. We got to stop got him right mind. now. Oh. We got to we, Yeah, yeah, exactly. About, got you, man. You talking about <laughs> my so G-Force? Yeah. Oh. I feel like we, we need like a dedicated fighting game episode because there's so many things here. But yeah. Oh, we gotta be. Yeah, we would have to do a dedicated. There's so we can go off of that. You know what's the sad part, Lord? I've never got a chance to play that. You oh no! Oh. I've never. Oh. What, what? Where can I get it? Is it even it's on a Wii, man? Yeah, I gotta go yeah. get a Wii. <laughs> it, was, it was a Wii game. It was yeah. Wii. Yeah, I, I bought the. I even bought the arcade stick for that, just for that game. Oh man! Now let me ask yeah. y'all a question. Let me ask you because I'm I was hardcore. Gotcha, man. Like, th- did they have like each of the the, the, the G Force characters? Did they have their unique thing? Like, but did my man Mark had a boomerang? Did they, did they like? Did they have their thing? Like yeah. their unique attributes? Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, I believe. I gotta so. get that yeah. game, man. I, I didn't know got about it that. Right now for the Wii. We're oh, okay. I'm coming over, King. I got. I got. <laughs> Come on, bro. I've never seen. It. I heard of it. So but I good, never man. played it, man. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Shout out to Lord Eric for that one. That was a gem. That was a gem. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up, man. So we got the poll for coming up for uh next week. So uh we're gonna now that the dust from E3 2018 has settled. This is courtesy of Lord King, y'all, by the way. Which of these titles is your most anticipated game for purchase? A Ghost of Tsushima. B Cyberpunk 2077. And I know Eric's got some things to talk about that. <laughs> but under NDA. <laughs> C, Last of Us 2. Or D, I don't care. Gears Pop Mobile and Gears Tactics for the win. <laughs> <laughs> that is the hey, don't make fun of my Gears Tactics, dude. That game's going to be fun. Yeah, I know. Too bad it's PC exclusive. <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> Those are the choices. Please rock the ILP vote when it goes up tomorrow on Twitter. Lord Eric's an absolute pleasure Thank to have you, so you in the realm. Oh man, I could talk to you all day. I was like, look, I, I got to get him out on time, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I literally like, super enjoyed it. Dude, super, super huge fan. Absolute pleasure to have you in the realm. Been following you for so long. This was a dream interview. You're definitely on my boat. on the bucket list for something I've always wanted to do as an interview. First of all, where can the fine people find you and what do you have going on? Uh, so they can find us predominantly on YouTube. So youtube.com forward slash ArixG. Um, also be on Twitter, just Arix, and obviously hit up 26 on Twitter. He's 269. Twitch is is crazy sometimes, man. Yeah, like, he, he he won a game of uh, I saw like a uh, a clip from Twitter where he won a game in um a Mario Tennis, and I was like, yo, that man is not rotating in his chair like that. Yeah, and it's like uh, what's going on? So yeah, um, I guess kind of like sort of the downtime at the moment. So we're just like mm-hmm. dipping into all the stuff post E three, uh, mm-hmm. kind of. Trying to sort of ramp up now just on coverage for like all the key pillars now. So Monster Hunter, uh, mm-hmm. Destiny, Division, and Anthem. Just nice. trying to sort of keep people up to date on them. So yeah, if you want to follow those, keep it keep it locked. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it. Man. Absolute pleasure, man. This guy, I'm going to tell you guys, this guy has fantastic comments. If you are not subscribed to Eric Gaming, something's wrong. You better get over there and get subscribed. And also, this man has some of the best, the IRL series, the in real life series are some of the best best vlogs i have ever seen it really gives you a, a feeling of being at these conventions even the one that you did in japan was awesome oh, that's something you. a dream of mine that i've always wanted to do and shout out to you and your homie that went out there and just really gave the day-to-day experience they even rode the bullet train y'all they rode <laughs> awesome. the bullet train <laughs> so good. Awesome. Uh, 
It was awesome. And he even did his work. At, wasn't it like a tornado or tsunami? Something was going on out yeah, there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was horrifying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my umbrella, trying to look at the same time. <laughs> Dude, look, that's the dedication I, Lord Eric's gives to you, y'all. He he's out there through natural disasters, giving you that content, man. <laughs> and I gotta shout out Lord Eric's. This this man got the best thumbnails in the business. Oh, facts. Like, there's, facts. like if there's anything like I like the the content creators that like their thumbnails is designed after a template, and you know that's them. Like I would say, the Absolutely. Red Dragon, he he has that kind of template. You know, it's his is, um, you know, you have like horror nightmares when you see Red Dragon sometimes. <laughs> that guess uh, that Eric's got those like timid black, uh, those those great font with the. And it's like it's like you would think that font wouldn't go with what he has in the back, but somehow he does it. <laughs> and shout he, out he's to talking, he's talking thumbnail talk, guys. Thumbnail uh, talk, y'all. He, he went Chinese on you. I understand. <laughs> and shout out to shout, shout out to two six nine because even though we didn't have a chance, we didn't get get him today. But um, the, I'm assuming he also uh, does the video editing and stuff like that behind the scene, like. Uh, that- yeah, predominantly, so predominantly, he's he's like like we we plan all the content together, and mm-hmm. then I I edit the videos. He does live streams, and that's kind of sort of like how okay, we. Okay, gotcha. Dude, you guys, things. fantastic team together. Like the editing, okay. the live streams, the whole thing, man. Please support these guys. Good guys in the community. I want you guys to support them, man. Lord Addict, where can it find people? Find you? What what do you have going on? Right now, you can't find me anywhere, man. Like, <laughs> I'm on this this XCOM grind. No yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll pop up in my chat every try- once in a while and I'm do some creeper mode. XCOM. I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to be XCOM before the broken XCOM deletes my save file again, okay? Like, there's a chance I could go in there today and it's gone. <laughs> so I'm trying to beat it. That way, when I do go in there, it's still, like, at least I beat it. I'm done. AKA okay. 2K games, fix your game. That's what you're yeah, trying to yeah, fix your game, man. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do want to thank uh, Lord Aerox, man. I, uh, you know, I've been following you for a while, too. I remember uh, the I, I I probably showed that Zelda how to fight all that arbiter probably eighty people because uh, they would be like whoa, whoa what kind of arbiters in Zelda I'm like I got the perfect video <laughs> <laughs> nice. but I definitely appreciate you for coming on man like uh, thank you yeah I've actually been looking forward to this I actually uh, yeah. we me and the Lord Cognito met you at E three last year yeah we met you this year but we met you in passing in passing yeah we met you and two six in the street it was all of us we actually did meet you quickly in the street that one time i forgot about that you're right before Mm -hmm. no doubt man lord sovereign what do you what you got going on and what's going on um let me see yeah well lord Eric, thank you for coming through man i i i don't thank you I'm not into Destiny like these guys are, but I have to say that when I was playing Destiny, I too am always on VG 24-7. And when I needed to know where Zer was, was <laughs> every no. Friday morning, I was like, wait, I was like, let's go see where Zer is. Um, so I love your content. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you for being here. Um, let me see real quick for the mm-hmm. Patreon guys. I know we had to pay these bills uh, first of the month. Lord uh, Cognito and I were sort of we sort of spaced it today. Yeah. So, guys, yeah. we're gonna take care of you uh, next week's next show. Week. Make sure we take care of all of our Patreon uh, mm-hmm. uh, subscribers. Um, also, big shout out to Amazon Italy, who's trying mm-hmm. to take away the title from Walmart Canada. Wow. <laughs> 
During the show, this? yeah, during the show, they what leaked happened? Splinter Cell and Bloodborne too. What? <laughs> what yeah, during the show, they, they leaked uh, Bloodborne too. I actually Splinter Cell. Like my that. my Twitter's been going bananas. Wow. I've been looking at it like wow. That. That's an exclusive. Yeah. Okay. I, I expect right. some coverage there, Lord Aerox. All right, we expect Lord Aerox <laughs> on that. He he gonna be on that. Lord King, where can I find people? Find you? What you got going on? All right, you can. Uh, first of all, uh, this is an early birthday present for me. Um, Oh yeah, you happy Monday, Lord present. King, tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, yes. Happy birthday tomorrow. You, you, you are my birthday present. This is <laughs> right. um to 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 say this is probably one of my most anticipated interviews, and I'm not slighting anyone. I'm really I'm up for everybody, Good. but for you specifically, um, like like Lord Addict said, the content you gave for Zelda, it's it's a lot of things. I can just go back and you are my reference point for damn near all of it. So everything that you have put out, either I have watched it and glanced on or watched it to completion. And I've uh, you hit that like and I definitely subscribe and I'm definitely like spreading the gospel of your channel. When when you sign on and because I'm I'm getting my 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 streaming and stuff together. You're inspiring me to make sure that I come with an A game nice. so that I don't put up a video and it's like it's not that quality. Mm. Uh, presentation and your first impression is your best impression. And your first impression on me was the greatest impression. Mm. So <laughs> I, I just want to say I am very happy among Anybody that's even watching or understands what's going on right now, I'm fanboying completely. Out. <laughs> Trust me, don't worry about King. I beat you. I beat you. I fanboying. I was like, I need a picture now. I, got a picture. I, 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 need a, I said, dude, I'm fanboy. I don't care. He was like, Listen, dude, all good. Man. I would have. So I wouldn't cool. have known him by the visual, but mm -hmm. if I had my back turned and he had said something, I would have turned around like. You know, another thing, man. Shout out to Aerox. He's the reason I know how to use more than like two weapons on Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, I tried. Your, your, your videos hey, tried. Every time I try to, like, you know what? I want to use a different weapon. Let's see what Aerox made a video on it yet. <laughs> no doubt. You can yeah, find me on up. Twitter. Um, also, I'd like to shout out for I finally cracked 2,000 followers. Woo! Um, Jesus. And that was the hard work from E3. Facts. I appreciate everything. Mm -hmm. uh, thank y'all so much. And I'm I'm really at you know really a loss for words. I can't blow me and say how much high praises for this man <laughs> as much as I can. But thank you. I appreciate you giving your time and you know Absolutely. to even you know come here. This this is this is an amazing day for me. Absolutely. Happy born day to the king. Real quick, a uh, shout yes, to JD Gamer in the chat for the donation. Microsoft should acquire a Japanese developer to make the biggest slash in next gen uh, Sega Capcom. But thank you so much, JD Gamer, for the uh, for the contribution. And of course, here's me, Lord Cock. Need on here again. Thanks again, Lord Eric. It's just a tremendous guest, tremendous pleasure. Oh man, so much fun. Make sure the Lords, everybody, hit that like and subscribe. Also, the ILP Patreon, like Lord Soft said, will be up. We'll take care of everybody next week. We just wanted to pay respect, obviously, to the great Eric's. We didn't want to have to take care of that right now, but we will take care of all that. Please subscribe to the Inner Circle Network media outlets. Links are in the description. Shout out to Lordy Bontis for coming through. You know what I'm saying? We got Flashpoint 22 will be up. We have Flashpoint 21 up. It was a great discussion on uh, Destiny, what's going on right now, uh, getting ready for Forsaken. Lord Kaibatsu will handle the audio later tonight, and the stamps with the timestamps will be up. Everybody, enjoy your Sunday, but also make sure y'all give King 
that happy birthday, y'all. <laughs> you know, so everybody enjoy your Sunday. And uh, shout out to everyone. Go ahead and uh, do that at King David and say who did that for you. <laughs> yeah, everybody, happy birthday, King no, David. No, 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 no. Who play, 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 play. Play. Hey, hey, throw him in the bushes. <laughs> throw him in the bushes. <laughs> no doubt. Everybody enjoy your Sunday, man. Have a good one. Peace.